When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, guys, this is a uh, pretty serious podcast here. There's a lot of people in the studio right now. One second. Where yeah. do we look? You don't have to look anywhere. We could just right. talk. I mean, most people probably have this on yeah, their that in. ears. Yeah. I so <laughs> yeah, you could look at the AC duct. <laughs> <laughs> I'm waiting for something to come out. I'm thing. worried the table. None of you guys have been here. All of you guys I'd like to have for your own episodes at some point. But for now, we're just going to uh, kind of send it with the whole group. And yeah. it's probably going to get derailed completely. But. The goal was to talk about the upcoming Cletus and Cars events in, what, a week from now? Yeah. So you would know uh, best. Saturday, May 6th. Yeah, quick and plug Sunday, for May 7th. Do you know about this? I think I'm busy, actually. <laughs> <laughs> Good, your car won't get crashed. <laughs> so Cletus and Cars, Indy, May 6th and 7th. It is, if you're seeing this, it is probably a few days from now. Get on the move there. If you're listening to this. Start Solid start flight. driving. Start getting there because it's going to be awesome. There's so much cool stuff coming out. I think it's probably going to be one of the most elaborate ones you've probably ever yeah, done. Yeah, it should be. I think it might be. Well, outside of Bristol, it's going to be probably the biggest one ever. And your boy Cooper is racing in Crown Vicks again. <laughs> Let's, Let's go. go. Yeah. <laughs> I have a severely sprained ankle at the moment Whoa. as well. So <laughs> it is like. Well, right? Footer. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Nope. I went down real bad on an electric scooter at Bradenton. If you can't make it. At the track. At the track. Good. Yeah, I got my scooter if you can't. I mean, you might have to. <laughs> When's yeah. the last the last Crown Vicky race? Probably the first Lay of Mullets, I think. Me and Jeremy raced in the 2.4 hours of Lay of Mullets that yeah. year. And then, yeah, you haven't raced any since. So this yep. is 2020, right? comeback. 2020. Yeah, yeah, this is a comeback. So uh, the first one... A lot of people don't give me any credit for, but you don't deserve any credit. I was in fourth place. I was, nah, I was right. I was near the podium. Nah, dude, no credit. <laughs> podium adjacent. <laughs> I don't even know who got second in the last race. We, our races are just you ain't first or last. Yeah, and then um, the huge payouts for this burnout contest kind of are super alluring. Oh yeah, massive. I mean, you're giving out a six grand for first place in the pro class, and then three grand for second, and then I think it's. Is it know, five grand for first? Or, the other one? or maybe it's three two? grand in the open. I think it's like 10 to 15 grand worth of payouts just in the burnout yeah. contest. Do you think any of us here are potential to win in this room? Maybe? Well, <laughs> depending on the class. <laughs> I know that I will not win. <laughs> I can't win. Honestly. I could, but I can't. You three. I don't see it. <laughs> I don't see it. With the thing I'm bringing, it ain't happening. I mean, it ain't happening. You're a vehicle limited. You two, unless you pull something out, I, I don't know. I took my muffler off. <laughs> yeah. Remember when we used to do like best wall taps? Garza's still on that whole deal. Yeah, I know. Garza can't get through. Is his that head. a wall tap? No, I, got, I just got hypnotized. So it's like, I've. I think I'm good now. When you push the yeah. you push your core support in, is you that just still got a wall hypnotized? Tap? <laughs> yeah, so it's a lot of So pro pro class six grand to first, twenty five hundred to second, fifteen hundred to third, and then it keeps going. Open burnout comp three thousand to first, fifteen hundred to second, 
thousand a third, and then the streetcar shootout will have two thousand a first, thousand a runner up. Oh, and then the tandem class, I think. Tandem I'll I think gets a thousand for first, I think, is what they did last yeah. Tandem? I think Garza almost won the I'll last do a tandem. tandem. Right. <laughs> you guys are gonna do a tandem? <laughs> Yeah. Oh, wait. Oh, that was a bad idea. That's dangerous, dude. Oh, yeah. Did you see him in the last tandem? I, I saw him in the last burnout, and it was kind of scary. Just, he just left. Kyle was still that sitting was there the doing tandem. a burnout. Yeah. That was the first ever tandem burnout yeah. at at these cars we've ever done. <laughs> and the Garza almost totaled this car. Did the guy that you were tanning with let you go in and then just like, oh, shit, back out? Like, I don't know. <laughs> no, dude, we had a whole plan and everything. He's like, you go first, and then I'm going to hit left. I'm like, perfect. So I leave them. I'm like, oh, we're good to go now. <laughs> I remember I saw Garza launch on that video. And I just remember seeing his wheel speed. And I was like, damn, he's in first. And I know he told me his whole plan was being third. And then I see his wheel speed matches ground speed. Not a good The thing's idea. just dead hooked up. And he just plows it into the I'm far side I'm thinking, wall. like, this is third. Like, this thing's scooting. <laughs> But it was just dead. <laughs> it just doesn't make the power. And then once it gets so grippy out there, because it gets pretty tight yeah. on that track. Yeah, it was hooked up. But Indy's asphalt, right? No, Indy's concrete. Oh, Indy's it is? concrete. Is it? And it's a little smaller, I think, than smaller, what we've been. Yeah. It's smaller. Yeah, right alongside the track. Do you think you could get like a NHRA funny car in there? <laughs> I feel like the opportunity is there if we get, you know, once the once we get everyone fired up, like, because he's. These NHR guys, they don't really know who we are or what we're doing, but they'll have no choice but to see it. And I think they'll get fired up. Someone will back in. I think somebody will get in there on top. Yeah. I heard Tony Stewart's going to be there. I mean, if Tony Stewart, I feel I have just this really high hopes that he'll back his car in there. But, you know, I feel like that probably costs them like five grand. They'll definitely go through an engine. Would it burn somebody? (laughs) It would be reckless. It would be insane. It would definitely be a move out the way crowd. Yeah, a little yeah. bit because that would be flat. Well, it wouldn't be able to be. It would have, just have to be like a roller out yeah. of the pit. Because if they tried to steer it, it would probably flip just because of how yeah. tight they are. But it would be sick. <laughs> Do they have some burn, burner tires for it? It would be so <laughs> sick. It'd be awesome. So, who do you think the most dangerous person behind the wheel of a Crown Vic is in this race coming up? Just in general. In general, because it seems like some Dave Sparks. All right, seems like Easy. some pretty. Um, <laughs> I can agree with that. I've been out there with him. Dave Sparks has Dave Sparks has not been in that many races, but when he is in a race, there's going to be at least three to four totaled cars on his <laughs> on his tab, yeah, you know, or on his name. He's and got Dave, a Dave crown knows budget. This. If Dave he sees this clip, yeah. he, he knows it. He might take pride in that. Well, he totaled a car in practice. Do <laughs> you remember hey, that? Easy, bud. He totaled a side by side. Yeah, dude, Dave. <laughs> Dave Sparks, like thirty minutes. He does everything at one hundred and ten percent. That's what you gotta know about Dave Sparks. He's not coming in ninety nine percent. He's coming in full one hundred and ten percent. And whatever happens, happens. I remember That's one race. He's coming is. back and like he's behind me, and I just see his car just smashed. I'm like who is this? <laughs> one Smoke pouring in. out of the radiator, and he's still going. I'm like, oh my. He's a savage, dude. Uh, you gotta love him for it. It seems like some fairly calm, competent drivers are in the next, are in the, the one in Indy. Like not yeah. a, not like really wild card of like, oh, this person's I just gonna every crash into everything. Has raced. I think everybody. We got a, like, a less field this time too. I think what do we got seventeen or eighteen. Same, same as last year. Same 18 as last in year. Indy. Yeah. Is it yeah. a smaller track than? No, it's half bigger. mile. 
Okay, so it's bigger track. And it's a flat oval. That's why it feels Everybody's smaller. getting a lot better, though. Like, I remember the first couple, I mean, for the most yeah. part. But then, like, we just did the Danger Ranger on Bristol. And that was, that was a lot of guys that never really raced before. And it was, they just don't yeah. know. They're just full sending it. <laughs> and next thing you know, you're just watching trucks flip all around you. And it was it was wild. That looked fairly scary. Parker getting <laughs> was, better? Parker, yeah, dude. Parker, I mean, you didn't really bring him up as well, a dangerous Parker, driver. Parker is a very dangerous driver. Parker Mitchell would definitely be, because Dave doesn't race him, so I'm just going to go ahead and not say it's Dave. In Indy, Parker is the mo- the one you want to watch out for. So don't go don't go near Parker. Yeah, yeah honestly, strategy. we need to give him a stern talking to before. <laughs> so his, his car is just destroyed, <laughs> and after that, he's, he's like, everybody hits me. I'm like, bro, <laughs> no way. It's hard being a dentist. <laughs> yeah. Everybody's just too, out so. to get him. <laughs> yeah. He's My strategy is a very very bad strategy to win. Garrett's pointed this out to me before, where I just follow a car that has a good line. Oh yeah, just, I don't know this. <laughs> I Dude, we were go karting. Yeah, we so like when Cooper and I used to go kart a lot, and I'd be like, damn, like Cooper's got Cooper would go from like really bad lap times to like really good lap times, like almost right on with what I would do. And, I, and then I realized, like, he has, if he's behind someone, he'll run perfectly with them. I can the perfectly pay somebody's time. Break off of him, he's done. <laughs> well, that's how, like, I, it's great to get, like, fourth or third, second, but you're not going to be in first place with that type of driving. But you can yeah. get, you can be in the pack, and if you don't get crashed into, like, you my first it. race. It's survival, you too. Kevin Smith. Yeah, so if I can follow somebody, I can get decent lap times. But if I have Kevin to be. Smith. I don't know, man. <laughs> Kevin's got the best. Kevin He's is fast. the most skilled. Kevin and DeBerti are the most skilled out of everybody. But um, Kevin's almost maybe too technical. And I think that I was trying to yeah. follow Kevin at the most recent Freedom 500 because we were him, Vaughn, and me. And literally the lines he was taking, like I would try to take the same line. And it just, I couldn't, he, no matter what I do, he like wouldn't really pull, but he wasn't like. It, I was not gaining on him whatsoever. Yeah. And it was just like, I'm trying to hit this line. So I'm like, he's got to have the fastest line. He, and I couldn't hit it. I was like, dude. And they reserve tires. Yeah, he's thinking about tires. Like, yeah. he, that guy is very analytical. I don't know how he does and it. And then you watch somebody like Brent. Brett. Brent, who has the great lap times, but a then just savage. Savage. 20 Brent laps in, savage. the car is like done. Dude, the <laughs> car is mechanically his done. tires nearly done. Remember yeah. when he hit the wall that one time with both side tires? Yeah, like, first one. Two perfect circles yeah. on the wall from the tires. He's a really good racer. Yeah. But he, you can just, you can almost watch him burn his tires. You can sit back and watch him burn his tires. He gets savage. He gets he out does. there and just and starts it, like... Yeah. And it takes the luck, too, because, like, Leah had a bad luck where her tire was getting rubbed into the fender of the car with an accident. That was after she hit the wall. Though. Yeah. I think Seuss... I didn't see it. Seuss and her made contact. Like, she tried to close out Seuss. Seuss stayed. She hit the wall, broke her Watts link, and then her car was done. just terrible the rest of the race. I think Seuss this race is going to be the... Uh... Yeah. Seuss got sec- I think Seuss got second last year. I texted Nick Seuss and told him that I'd be willing to shake and bake with him at this race. <laughs> yeah. hmm. What happened with you at the last race? Were you third or a lap behind? I was third. Yeah, third. Oh, was yeah, it? the a lot Ranger of race. seconds and thirds yeah. for Gage. A lot of podiums, a lot of top fives. Just Bristol, yes, pull, pull the W off. Yo, why can't you? What's the deal? Working on it, you know? <laughs> just haven't had the perfect <laughs> race the yet. Deal? Come on. 
I mean, you tell me. I mean, is it nerves? It's not nerves. I'm good. I'm out there. I blew a tire in Bristol last year, led for like the whole race. Yeah. And then the Ranger race, blew a tire at the Ranger race, was in second, <laughs> fell to last, came back to third. Uh, and then, uh, yeah, just a lot of podiums. Just yeah. got to get that number one spot, though. Have you ever had to return a forgotten bag of adult play toys to a pair of sweet old grandparents? Or have you spent your summer cleaning up protein spills at an amusement park? How about going to work every day in a flea-infested casino? Hopefully you haven't, but our guests have. Welcome to the Insiders Podcast. Each episode, we bring you an explicit account from a hotel and hospitality industry insider. To listen to these stories and more, go to theinsiders.com to subscribe. That's the insiders, I-N-N-S-I-D-E-R-S.com. That's the tough part, you know. You go, you just gotta stay not wrecked. I feel like, yeah. And you have a really good chance of podiuming. It's true. But do you get? My worry is I'm gonna go and complete compete in three different events in Indy, and I'm going to lose all three. <laughs> and I have, you know, like when you bring out so much potential of, okay, you're going to three different things that are completely <laughs> different levels of driving. And you're just gonna come are home empty-handed still. Too? Yeah, he's yeah. Car oh, class. really? So I'm been doing all three things, and I still compete. feel like I don't have great odds. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, you just got. I think you just gotta switch your mentality to I'm going there to win all three. I mean, hey, I'm gonna win something for sure. I'm gonna try, but it's looking bad. The guy who made the streetcar rules definitely owns the car that the rules were written. <laughs> oh, <laughs> what? I was like, man, these rules are really well written. TX2K rules. They're the TX2K rules, which my car fits. I I mean, the rules that we had last weekend were pretty interesting because they say big block can't have bigger than T4 turbos. Yeah, see, that's just yeah. That That was at Bradenton. The rules at the reunion. Yeah, they're starting to they're starting to uh, block big blocks from streetcar classes, which is lame because a big block is just as accessible as an LS. Yeah. It's a streetcar is a streetcar. If you can drive it on the street, it's legal. It's a streetcar. I mean, I yeah. I'll drive anything on the street, though. I've seen you drive your mud truck on the street. <laughs> street truck. Street truck. That was the first time I actually ever saw you was in your mud truck at the first Cletus and Cars. Yeah. And I was yeah. like, man, how is Alan letting this happen right now? Alan told me to do that. it. Alan was like, go for it. I'm like, really? He's like, yeah. I was thinking about that today, how actually... JH, and as much as I hate to hype hype him up, the guy's <laughs> out of control already. JH is the sole re- is pretty much he's a very good reason why we live in Bradenton. Probably, wow. Well, I mean, think about it. When we when we lived in Tampa, we didn't have any plans to move down here. No. And then we went to Bruce Wilson invited us to. Your New Year's party, okay. which we had, we had met you what two years before. Yeah, we'd been like we yeah. Alan introduced us, and then we started kind of talking. Yeah, so in 2017, Alan, my business manager, introduced us, and yep. then two years later, we caught wind of his New Year's party. Came down. That's when I ran into Maddie, and that's when her and I started talking. And then I'm leaving JH's house one day, and I saw my house for sale. Yep, across the street. And then you started looking in the same area. Yep. And then you actually found this place and closed on it before I even got my house. And then it's like, boom, now we live in Bradenton. Within, like, the same day. 
Yeah, it was like it was the day before. He like texts me and goes, "Hey man, what do you think of this house?" And I'm like, kind of like, "Oh yeah." And I look at the address. I was like, "Oh, <laughs> oh, it's gonna be really bad." <laughs> yeah. yeah, let's get it. Do it. I was pulling out of your house. I saw it, and then it's like, boom, we lived in Bradenton. Like, yeah. Which yeah, is there was no even thought of the Freedom Factory. That was not even like no. on the radar. Well, nothing. We were like, it's cool. We're by the drag strip. Yeah. But we still had to, like, Cooper and I drove. I remember you'd an always hour every like day to the work. Dodge Dually with the trailer every day to Tampa all every the time. Day. Yeah. Every and day. it was like terrible parking up there, too. And I feel like, which is weird, too, we didn't really race that much at Bradenton. No. But we raced all over the country. Yeah. I don't know why. We raced in like. You know, ten different states, and then we would race at Bradenton like once compared to the other like ten I think events that was we would go when to. Victor kind of got the track right, like before Victor had it. And Alan then he still really... had, a, but we went to like Orlando more weirdly. Really? Yeah, I don't know why that is. Now that I think about it, because we weren't at Bradenton all that much. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know if Alan just didn't do much streetcar stuff. Tampa to Orlando, yeah. maybe that's not. It's about the same though, isn't it? Tampa to Orlando is about an hour and a half. Bradenton's no, probably an hour. I think just at the time we didn't care as much about drag strip numbers as we did like just getting the car done and like going out on the street and screwing around. Yeah. So it wasn't as big of a priority to the other drag strip. We would just go to events, make like a hail mary pass, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> break it, ruin leave. the car, <laughs> sell merchandise. And and leave. leave. (laughs) So, Garza, your burnouts are pretty much the most interesting, which is uh, kind of of weird. Why? (laughs) Do you have any rhyme or reason why? I mean, I'm just sending it. (laughs) See what happens. No practice. Just show up. Send it. Yeah. See what you get. Do you (laughs) feel that that happens? Like, people get into the seats. Like, they're like, oh, you know, Garza's burnout's coming. Everybody, like, gets to the bleachers and... (laughs) We had a lot of bets going yeah. on in the last one. Is he going to hit the wall? And he came out and really sent his first solo burnout. Like, did no, really good. First one. Did you bet no, on yourself like, hitting the wall? Uh, no, but. Because I feel like that might have like, happened. There was a pretty good amount of money. I. I the the first time. I was. <laughs> and then like, Garrett pays to fix it. <laughs> yeah. I was signing after the event. And uh, there was like a you know, a line and I, some guy was like, Oh my God, I can't believe Garza crashed. And I was like, yeah, I was like, what did you guys think of Garza's burnout by the way? And this guy just goes, it was miraculous. <laughs> he's like, he's like, it's exactly what we came here for. He's like, we were disappointed when he left the pad the first time. <laughs> then he comes back out and just seals the deal. And like, this guy was so happy about it. I was like, man, maybe Garza's got a thing going here for himself. Like, dude, I've had a fan come up and do the exact same thing. He's like, your burnout was perfect. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> 10 out of 10. Did you see my burnout? <laughs> the what? frame is bad. <laughs> How yeah. about that picture you posted with, post a picture of you and your car the week after <laughs> when you got <laughs> in the <laughs> dirt bike wreck and his face looked like the car? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I had a bad dirt bike wreck. You know what's so funny is, too is everyone messages me like, let me drive that car. And I'm like, no, dude. I'm like, it's so entertaining when you're in your car. Like, you do you do send it. I love it. Yeah, no one else should drive that thing ever at any point. Even moving it around the shop. I don't think they can. The entertainment factor is too high when he gets in that thing. Yeah, so the diesel burnouts. Um, oh, boy. <laughs> I actually asked, um, I had Andrew from Skids for Kids on. I was like, what do you think of diesel burnouts? And he, he tried to dodge the question a little bit because he didn't want <laughs> He was like, ah. Is it the heat? Do you think that you will 
completely switch to gas or burnout cars. No, not no. At, all. at any point. Absolutely not. No, I. So here's kind of should. Here's kind of <laughs> what we were fighting there. So every time, because obviously I have the shop during the day. Well, it's like every event right now, everything we do, it's like work throughout the day, then go at night, and we're like trying to get stuff done at night. And for a long time, it was me by myself. So I'm like putting these trucks together. We're trying to fit it in the shop schedule. I'm like, let's get in. So I never really got to finish finish the project. It was always like, let's get it running, and then boom, Cletus and cars here. Do a burnout. And the worst part is I went to, like, another event that we helped put on in Daytona and did, like, four burnouts with this truck. <laughs> Flawless. Blue tires. Burned them down. I was like, this was is crazy. awesome. Lost all the footage. Next, <laughs> next Cleus and Cars blows the motor. I'm like, well, that's it. I'm done. Dude, it's like a curse. Yeah. Have so. you ever blown a set of tires at a Cleus and Cars? Yes. Several times, yeah. but you had to stop in between. The truck would stop in between. Yeah, it yeah. would start bogging down. So, but we're working on when, when I get the engine back. I wasn't gonna build the six O do burnouts anymore, but I've got an idea that I think will fix it, and we'll see. We'll see what happens. What's the idea? Well, it's just a lot of ideas, but I'm gonna have time where I can really sit down with it. I'm not gonna rush it. And I'll make it happen where I'll finally yeah, like finish it, finish it. I feel like it was so turned up. Yeah, and, and it was by the up. way, your last minute thing—that's completely you. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say that. he does yeah. that. Yeah, All we were time. texting, and he was like, "I have hours. Like I'm counting the hours until I have well, to leave always because of how close is, it's got." This is what happens. I'll be like, "Man, like a week <laughs> is left. I'm like, we're ready to go. Everything's good." <laughs> And I'll, like, go drive it on the trailer, and just the transmission blows out of the side of the truck. Like, what just happened? Like, it was perfect. And then now it's like, well, now we got to rebuild the transmission, or now we got to do this. And it's like, this is my life. This is just story of my life. Yeah, like, so. he, the, your Ranger for Danger Ranger loads it on the truck for Bristol. It's got water in the oil. Dude. So he blue devils it at the... You don't even know track. what happened. And then the he track. gets the fastest lap time of the whole yeah. event. <laughs> you don't even know what happened. We get all blue deviled. We start the truck up. It runs for an hour with the blue devil in it. Yeah. Shut it off. Change the oil. Go to start it. Nothing. We're like, what's going on? Nothing. No, it doesn't do anything. Click. The rain from the night before got into the lock cylinder and screwed up the theft deterrent system. And so the truck would not start. So we are like taking the steering column apart, blowing it out and stuff. Finally, it starts. And we're like, don't shut it off. Just leave it running. We got a few hours to the race. Don't shut it off. Yeah. That's my luck, though. It's just you so. You definitely have like some weird luck with your cars at our events. Yeah. So, but we'll get, we're getting that, we're getting that down. <clears throat> the Ranger stuff is tough because you have such a commitment into this vehicle, like a personal one, and they're like naturally kind of junk. Because it kind of has to be because yeah. you're not going to go too crazy. Dude, mine was a nice. But like with wiring, like any little wiring yeah. issue could just like done. Yeah. And it's so tough because there's that like like you're just kind of jumping like you're kind of playing that fine line of it. Like with a race yeah. car, you can fix it. But oh, with Rangers. The Rangers well, are pretty, pretty reliable. Tough. I mean, Maybe I just have bad luck and I'm I've worried. i some weird stuff yeah. happen to mine, but for the most part, it's been pretty good. Yeah. I mean. There's definitely be another Danger Ranger at the Freedom Factory. Never again on dirt. <laughs> I don't it's know just, why. I think it's. I, I had a great time. I think it was great. I, mean, I think it was great. I don't know. I, mean, I can see why. I guess I, I'm not gonna say never. Yeah. The fans probably loved it. Fans loved it. I definitely can't imagine. Most viral race. Yeah. It's all over the place. But 
It was pretty dangerous. <laughs> I'd be curious how Bristol feels about that. <laughs> you know, Bristol said that they were uh, they were like, well, this isn't the worst race we've had oh, as far as danger. Good. They had they said that they had a red flag a race uh, just because the drivers were being so crazy. I don't know if it was like some pro stock or some some decently fast race, and they were like, there were so many crashes, they just had to stop the race. Just be done with it because people were being so dangerous. And we didn't get that. We were not. I remember watching the restarts after, though, and they like you just see these Rangers. And normally in the Crown Vicks, we're maybe two or three wide, maybe four on the start. Yeah. Everybody in the Rangers just like split like ants, and there was like <laughs> six wide. Yeah. And I was like, <laughs> it's so easy to go yeah. six wide at Bristol. Yeah. It was just like, oh my. What's Especially with a little doing? ranger. I mean, they're kind of like smaller than a crown Vic. Like, yeah, yeah. like Width-wise, like they're pretty and they small. Can, and, and they're such, and the rangers, too, what kind of like it makes it interesting is some of the rangers are on such a different scale. You've got four cylinders compared to six cylinders out there. It's like a 40, 50 horsepower difference. And so these guys can be in the front. Now you're trying to get around them. Yeah. So it really makes it interesting at the start. Yeah, because we invert the field, too. So all yeah. the slow guys start in the front, which just makes it insane. It's weird. Every <laughs> race. just get passed and crashed into right away. why we have that, <laughs> Maybe we should have roll like over half on the, the first field. Line. I don't know. Maybe, But weird. Like every race. So Garrett usually qualifies mid-pack to back. <laughs> Here we go. This is since <laughs> they started inverting the field, you know? So I really, when he wasn't inverting the field, guy was like top three. Yeah. Field gets inverted. 22nd qualifier. Does like a qualifying lap that stops. I qualified sixth, fifth, and inverted. So I was in the back. Or it just seems like anytime I qualify in the top three, we're inverting the field. <laughs> oh, so you're kind of seeing a pattern start to form. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I, we've been inverting the field like always because I since I the first time I it was it. it was since what? Yeah, we've done it ever since the first one. The first yeah. the the last year's Ranger race, I think it was the first time you did it. Yeah, because the problem is you get a guy like <clears throat> Kevin who's going to qualify first. Yeah. And then you put him in the front, he'll lead the whole race. Yeah. He'll end up lapping people in the first yeah, like, five laps. It's boring. So if there's not cautions, Kevin yeah. will lap someone yeah, very quickly. Exactly. Yeah, I went sure. and did stadium trucks, and they invert the field. Yeah. And I was like, why the hell do you guys invert the field? And uh, they're like, because then there's passing the whole race. And I was like, oh, my gosh. I was like, why did I ever think of that? that true, yeah. Robbie Gordon. Well, it was yeah. pretty much drag racing. We invert the ladder. So you race the slow guy the fastest guy raced the slow guy first. Yep. Pretty similar concept on that instead of, like, top two people race second, third. Yeah, so there is an advantage to that in qualifying first, but actually you get the biggest disadvantage at our race. You do, but first. I still, like, always try to push in qualifying because I want to know what it can do. I want to know what the car can do, and I yeah. don't, I'm never going to slack off because – also, you've talked like you might just not do it in one race. Some of these races come out, I'm going to have you to know? nod inverse so that people don't start saying Or even like they do, like you've seen the dice roll they do, right? That's pretty cool, yeah. creative and stuff, and like just different stuff you could do. Yeah, chip draw for yeah. where you kind of podium yeah. or you ladder. You could kind of just mix it up so people don't know what's going on. Yeah, that's, that's not a bad idea to do it that way, too. It would make it interesting because <clears throat> people would just be anywhere, but it's kind of the same drag racing mentality of it. Yeah, it's just fun to put the fast guys behind the slow guys. It is. It makes it interesting. Yeah, because then they immediately have to work their hardest right exactly. off the kick. Exactly. Make are them have to work for it. Do a race where it's like wheels are twenty five and up, Donk Master five hundred. <laughs> <laughs> You've been hanging out with James. Cars has been waiting for this, but uh, you know, 
I have no plans to do a donk race. <laughs> Are you worried Not about running out of Crown Vicks? <clears throat> yeah, there's going to be a I'm time I'm not worried about running out of Crown Vicks at all. Do you guys remember when we first went and bought the Crown yes. Vicks? Yes. And I'll never forget. <laughs> were you at that auction? I've been to an auction before. <laughs> Chad right? loves them. Yeah, we were this there. This is Chad. Chad. Yeah, yeah. Remember when Ch- like yeah. there was one car. We're buying these cars from like seven hundred to like eleven hundred dollars. We're like, damn. And then Garrett, it's like, expensive. there's this one that was like fourteen, and Garrett's like, nope, not doing it, not doing it. We let it go. The next auction, everything doubled. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he goes back to buy the rest of the cars. He goes, they're all over two grand now. Yeah. <laughs> Remember when Chad panicked while he's bidding on Chad that one? Chad panicked on one and lost the bid for a thousand bucks. And now, now we pay at least three grand a car. Yeah, I think total it's got to be eight grand in every Crown Vic. They do like, and you guys really do like. Roll cage. It is so different now because like we just got in those cars. If you remember, we were on the original tires. We didn't even change tires. <laughs> and like now, you guys go through them like radiators if they need them, intakes, tires, brakes. Like if they need something, they, oh, yeah, get, they get everybody's pretty now. equal. Yeah, if your car had bald tires, you were it racing was, on bald tires. The bald tires <laughs> yeah, on the inside. Like, you look at your tires and be like, damn. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Nitto Tire. <laughs> Love you, Nitto Tire. Do there, like, what kind of variation is there in cars, like, after this many? Like, is there ones that are even standout? So, or are they just, like, that tightly? Yeah, so built? every car gets raced around the track, and they don't get, we don't record the lap time and, like, compare it to them all. But I can tell you that at the Freedom 500, the qualifying, the entire field was within one second. Damn. Which is, it's still a pretty big spread for a small track. But you know, a lot of that's driver. It's anyone's race. A lot of those guys. Cars. A lot of people get in those cars. They don't practice, or they're. Yeah. I mean, I'll get into a car. I usually don't practice. I don't have good luck in practice, so I just kind of don't do that. And so when we go, I just go straight out for qualifying. Same. Yeah. Yeah. It's what's the lap time at the Freedom Factory then? Like twenty three seconds? No, it's down 24. in the eighteens. Oh, it is for the Crown Vicks? Somebody ran it. I think 19s on the Crown Vicks. Oh. 18s are no, the no, Rangers. It's, it's 1890s yeah. now. Really? 1880s, yeah. Alex Didn't Bowman, I think, went like an 1870 or something. He's still got the record. I could actually get the Freedom Factory lap times for that. He's a consistent driver. If you follow I followed oh. him because I think we were in a race together. I, I think me and him were in the mullets. Yeah. Yeah, and I followed his lap time, and I was like, man, this guy is just... <laughs> that was when he was Garrett's partner, and Alex... Oh, kept yeah. the car nice, led the race. I it twice. <laughs> it's actually insane when a NASCAR driver comes because they are on another level. Remember go karting with Bowman? Yeah, I was like, man, this guy. I mean, he gets paid to do this, yeah. you know. But you always say, oh, NASCAR driver, the car is doing most of the work. Dude would just kill us on any go kart, and it's like, how? Like he. Like, how does this happen? We're equal how cars. is it this big of a gap? He has so many hours in, like, simulators and in cars and, well, like, like actually like, going like, fast. Like, look at Kevin. Like, Kevin yeah. crushes it. Like, no matter where we go, he's always usually up there. Oh, yeah. It, you know? Yeah, might so, have to pull spark plug wire off his car for Indy. Yeah, that's probably, Take care of that. probably not a bad idea. Dude, I forgot to tell you, I got you a present. <laughs> for Indy? <laughs> or for now? He got Wait. <laughs> you gotta you gotta talk more to yeah, the mic, dude. I got you a present, or talk into it at least. Talk towards it. I was selling it. these shoes, and like <laughs> it was a huge, like it was a big. Well, he big thought you'd, not, you'd like them for Indy because they're nice. They're and nice. like you're pretty. What size do you wear again? 
13. 13? <laughs> yeah. God dang. I it was 17. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, bro. Let me get those. These look like the ones you got me before. <laughs> Things the size of a Miata. <laughs> oh, Dude, I'm pretty sure that's your size. Holy you so definitely you couldn't know. drive a Miata with that shoe. <laughs> Damn, that is bright. Used? No, they're brand new. It's dirty. Oh, they're used. Oh, buddy. they're 100 percent used. They're not they are used. used. Yes, it is. Where'd you buy them, dude? I bought them at a store. For, from what store? Was it in the what flea store? market? No. What store? It was Bell's Red Barn Market. No, it was not it was Bell's. Not. Dude, they're not used. What do they say on the bottom? Brother. Boost. I mean, I tried them on. Brother, these are 100. percent Oh, actually, the bottom's pretty clean. I'm telling you, they're not used. <laughs> those those uh, overstock yeah. Kanye shoes that they're not selling anymore. <laughs> yeah. What Bad. Do they do with all that I think they that just actually fit me pretty took good. a big bath no on that. Yeah. Wow, that's a, sure. <laughs> there, normal one for reference. Oh, there you go. <laughs> Basically identical. Yeah, your new nice. slippers. Those are good driving shoes. <laughs> and you'll miss the clutch pedal. You won't. You won't <laughs> you miss. Wear these. <laughs> won't oh, burn your thanks. feet. Thanks, buddy. Actually, the other day I had to drive my car with my regular shoe on because my foot's all swollen. Like my ankles, here. like <laughs> massive. And I was like trying to stage, and I was hitting. Both pedals with my feet, <laughs> with my one foot, because it's so like they're so tight together. Yeah. And I was trying to two foot drive, but I was like literally just one foot on Wait, both. How long have you had this injury? It happened at the reunion. Dude. Oh, okay. So we haven't, I haven't seen you hurt, since then. This guy, you milk it a little bit. <laughs> remember the toe? Yeah. Who remembers the toe? The toe was oh, a bad the deal. The toe was really years. rough. Then he, claimed, then he claimed his dog hurt his knee. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh. Oh my dog my took goodness. my knee out. We're You're still in litigation. For for that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still suing her. <laughs> I'm suing Jeremy because I got her from Jeremy, so it only oh. it only makes sense. That was Smart. Smart. <laughs> the knee was a bad deal. And then after I hurt my ankle, I had to go to a wedding, like legitimately with a hurt ankle. So I was kind of hobbling around at this wedding, and it, it was a bad deal. I don't recommend it. I don't recommend crashing a scooter. Garza, I don't know how you what crash happened? so many things. I had this little pothole, and the scooter stopped, and I didn't. So you went over the bars. I kind of went to the side of them, but Cage like it done that before. It happens. Garza crashed today. Oh yeah, I crashed today. Yeah, today. he has stitches from a week ago. Are you gonna Did do you anything? Because that? that's oh, definitely gonna be a scar. No, they, they couldn't they stitch it. Part has the whole half of his eyebrow is gone. I mean, yeah. that's gonna be a pretty good scar if you don't like. His it's, eyebrow was gone mm-hmm. like that. From Part the of moment the, the accident happened, because the concrete tore his. I heard yeah. he flew through the air and his face completely broke his fall. Well, the back of my head <laughs> hit a tree, <laughs> and then I flew like forty feet on a sidewalk, rolling. Forty feet. Forty feet. Would have been great if they're like, we have to a- stitch it and just shave the whole eyebrow, take <laughs> 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 the whole thing off. Dude, and then this car pulls oh, up. No. It's this lady. She's like, "Are you okay?" I'm just leaking everywhere. I'm like, "I'm fine. I'm fine." Andrew Stevens had like some PTSD moment. He's like hyperventilating like, on the ground. <laughs> yeah, he goes, <clears throat> I thought he was dead. <laughs> he out to me and tells He's me like that. pouring water over his head. He's like, <laughs> <laughs> 
You have to console him after you crash. Yeah, I literally was. Like, you alright, dude? I've seen too much in Arcadia. (laughs) (laughs) The river got me. Are you a car enthusiast looking for an exciting new podcast to listen to? Check out the Test Drive podcast hosted by Lebo Dead. This podcast is packed with discussions about some of the most iconic vehicles in automotive history and inside knowledge from behind the scenes. From the Mustang to the Camaro, we cover it all. So buckle up and enjoy the ride. Listen to Test Drive on your favorite podcast app today. That's pretty Dude, so the flyover stuff, have you been uh, trying to get your hands on, like, flying over in something real serious? Oh, flyover? Well, we had the Super Tucanos, and then we had the... Are you talking about, like, <clears throat> flying over? Yeah, National flying Anthem? over at the stuff. And, and then the, we had the... Uh, Those were pretty sweet. We had the, the flyover that got canceled because of the weather. That was the... Yeah. That was the, the paratroopers, Army. right? They were going to come out of it, weren't they? Yeah. You think yeah. I could parachute into a Cletus and Cars 100%. once? 100%. All right, cool. And then we had the Cubs fly over for the Freedom 500, but they had to be pretty high. You know, like to do the right flyover, they got to oh, file yeah. with the FAA and stuff. Otherwise, the Cubs had to follow the the minimum safe altitude. So that's that's why it was kind of lame because they're like a <laughs> thousand feet, these little tiny planes. All yeah, out there. I saw them coming at the beginning of the national anthem, and then they and then right they over ended. The end. They were still flying over. <laughs> What's I, like your dream flyover then, dude? Remember oh, B2. that B two B two. It happens at like. Remember we saw them? They flew over your house. Yeah. Yeah. For the Super Bowl. Oh, yeah, that's right. They did fly over the Freedom Factory. No one was there, though. Yeah, I know. I don't know what it would take to get a B-2. It can't take that much to get, like, a B-2 or something. I think they're out of Missouri, right? (laughs) It really can't. Super Bowl's getting them. So they're not too far from... I mean, it's the military. We pay for the military to do these things. (laughs) not like... All the taxes I've paid my whole life would cost that (laughs) flight. (laughs) That... Yeah, I don't know. I've reached out to several places, and like I'll get always get random emails like, "Hey, I can set up a flyover for you," and then we'll follow up. And really, it's not that easy. Like, it, I don't know. How's it not that easy? Like the guy who said that he could set it up couldn't actually set it up because there's so many levels to, to getting it done. Really? That's what the, we've experienced. The army guys had it dialed, but then the freaking weather. So it's like, oh yeah, yeah. you need a chin up. I wonder if anybody yeah. <laughs> is just anybody, buy something like, local that has like an old retired. There's a guy with a P51 at the track or at the Sarasota. I'm like a retired jet, like somebody like they yeah. you can. I mean, where? Oh, 100%. Maybe you get a private pilot to do it. Yeah, no, I mean you can, but the problem is they got to go like file with the FAA and all that stuff. So it's it's really a process that no pilot wants to do. Yeah. And getting one from the military would be the best thing because it'd be the coolest, and they can kind of do whatever they want. What to they do. want, yeah. I just got to get to that point. So if anyone watching this has the plug on a B two, <laughs> hit us up. <laughs> what if you can just kind of, you know, and let me ride with finagle them. something where they have to fly over for a different reason? <laughs> Call in like some. I don't like, know. Oh, some- <laughs> <laughs> you got to call in some hefty to get a B2 on your location. In the U.S. Yeah. <laughs> on, so- on U.S. soil to fly oh, over. Man. Like, you- just kind of time it right. 
I remember when that B two flew over though, and we were outside. There was two other planes with it too. It was incredible. Yeah, it was nuts. It was they crazy. had like the big carrier with it. They had a B two and a B fifty two, and then something else. I think it was a carrier, wasn't it? There was a massive carrier that came by, and it was like just huge. Yeah, they, maybe a globe master. Yeah. Really, nothing that makes you feel more patriotic than like a flyover oh. by some like. U.S. Dude. military equipment. Remember the one on the Daytona 500 this year? Yeah, it was like an air show. Sick. Yeah, oh, yeah. Daytona does one every year, Dude, don't that they? Was scary. It was, yeah. Or somewhere. It, they were like, they're, they're, they're like gone, and they're like, all right, they're gone, and then all of a sudden, like, boom, right and like, behind you. Right, yeah, you there were six coming. of them, so they yeah. would like confuse you, yeah. and then they just come cracking over, and it would, it literally would get, Dude, make it your hair the crap out of me. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I got to see the Blue Angels when I was a kid once, right? Blue Angels, the Blue Devils. Yeah, Blue Angels. Yeah, yeah. Those guys are wild. Yeah, they, they fly were... those things so close to each other. I, I know. Watched a, I watched a thing on the guy was talking about like landing and stuff, and how they land. Like he's he was like the the front runner, <clears throat> the captain of the team or whatever. Mm-hmm. Oh, and yeah. he was like, yeah, I'd have the guys do this. Then the guy they'd say down boss. Then the next down boss. Then he's like five planes. The and same he's time. like literally, it was like something you should never do. In an aircraft, this was something that you should never do. But he said it just we made it work. He's like it was crazy. Well, you guys have <clears> all three of you have now flown aircraft, and you see how hard it is just to oh. hold altitude. Dude, I'm over like yeah, yeah. I was gonna say Garza was flying. <laughs> so, yeah, <laughs> yeah. you fly? I haven't flown an aircraft. Can you well, notify? Can you notify yeah. the county when Garza's flying? <laughs> like way east, like, like warn, warn the Far county. Away. Just imagine. <laughs> Double, maybe double the speeds we were going. It's way harder to hold altitude, and then they do it like so close. What do you but think is about? it when you have that much power? The power they have is oh, insane. No, no, is it just it's it's, it's the power doesn't make a difference. It's really? so hard. Have you seen any UFOs up there? You know any Tic Tacs or anything? Mm, anything I've weird? seen some weird stuff at night, like <laughs> were you flying tired, along. Oh, that's what gets me. I was yeah. not tired. But I've been flying back from, like, Utah or something, flying at night. I've seen some weird lights, but it's like, how do you not know it's just another aircraft? It's not. There's a. It is, but it's not ours. There's a frequency <laughs> called Guard that, like, everybody's on. It's the, you know, it's the radio that you just are constantly listening to in case someone has an emergency. One, two, one, five. And pilots go on there and say all this crazy stuff. And we were flying the other night, <clears throat> and it was just normal flight. I think... I was flying back from Lexington, and I had George and a couple guys in the back, and uh, <clears throat> on guard. All of a sudden, like people started like just blowing up, talking about this thing out in the west, in the sky. And I guess Tesla it? launched a small rocket or something, just a little gun. <laughs> yeah. So like pilots have all these discussions about like certain things that pop up. Like there's probably, I mean, there was chatter for maybe forty five minutes, people just like talking about it. And then just everything sells now. How does that go when they like it. launch a rocket? Like, could that potentially <laughs> hit an aircraft if you just have no? To- so they set up a TFR. Okay, so they do temporary set up a flight TFR. restriction. Okay. Yeah. yeah, and they're huge. Yeah, and they go all the way up. Well, they were launching the one in like they just launched that one in basically Mexico. Was the the is that where it's at? The yeah, it's like Texas. on the border of Mexico. I'm like, what is so if it lands in Mexico, the the U.S. government doesn't get like to harass them about it. It's like, oh no, it's fun. Land in a different country, but like it's like two miles off the border I of Mexico. Wonder, yeah, maybe they have some jurisdiction if it lands, if it falls into there on their land, they can go get it. I don't know. 
Yeah, the, what was it, the starship? Where did all the parts for that land? It just blew up, and it yeah, landed but, in the Gulf. Oh, in the, okay. They'll probably wash they probably up planned in the hurricane. It, it was supposed to land, like, by Hawaii, but it landed in the Gulf, so. That is insane. A little misdirected. Yeah, this is a safe What's zone. the rotation of the Earth, where the safe zone's going to be. Yeah, I wouldn't want that. be a lot of math. <laughs> wouldn't like that near my house. You seen, like, the cartel flying planes? Like uh, on like TikTok or any stuff. Yes, like, like homemade. Yeah, house? with no instruments. Yeah. Just yeah. like yeah, they how are they doing speed. that? Like cardboard. Like brother. how are they just, doing that? Just really good pilots. Just the phone <laughs> GPS. No, I'm serious. Those yeah. pilots are phenomenal. It's like wild. that looks sketchy to fly instrument with you know where you can't see without instruments is. I mean, I don't. I don't. <laughs> It's impossible, but these old guys who've been flying for so long can do it, which is crazy. Like they can't—I'm not gonna say they can do it. They can get by. Keep, they can stay straight and level for a lot longer than I could. Like you know, you guys are flying with Joe. Like my CFI. Yeah, that dude can probably do some crazy stuff without instruments. But like, it's so hard when you get blinded by weather to really know what your attitude is. So for them to do it with no instruments and then land in the 25 foot wide runway in with, the jungle in like, the jungle with mud runway. I'm like bro they have to calculate like the drugs weight that they put in yeah. there to take what's off. that movie American made yeah, oh, yeah. such yeah. a Tom Cruise movie. he crashes awesome. into the house <laughs> he gets yeah. out covered in cocaine he's just like here's 10 grand give me your bike and just takes <laughs> off and that plane is like legendary it's like the it's the fastest Piston prop playing Piper Aerostar. So that's, that's a great movie. Yeah, it was cool. Dude, did you hear about Check the. I was reading about a Cessna the other day, and a guy had. They delivered one from California to Hawaii. Cessna. Oh, I, I was like, that man's wild. Hours? Was it 17 hours? Yeah. Just in a Cessna? 17 hours nonstop. Yeah, because you're going to Hawaii. There ain't nowhere you can stop. <laughs> <laughs> 17 hour nonstop flight. And it, how they did the fuel and bladders. stuff. Big bladders. I guess. Really? Yeah. That sounds terrifying. Doing what, like That's sketchy. 100 knots. So if I had to guess, I, I know nothing about it, but I bet I'm sure the guy went up like pretty high in altitude and maybe had some oxygen with him. So he kind of just so let it just fall. conserve fuel. Like you just burn a lot less fuel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's yeah. probably just conserving fuel. I don't know. That's crazy. And he went up and. Probably, I guarantee you he's wearing insane. a life jacket. Yeah. <laughs> nah. <laughs> I don't even know if it'd be worth wearing a I was going to say, point. I mean, what's the point? Then you're out there in the middle of the biggest ocean in the world. <laughs> just like. Probably had a raft, a life jacket, some food, and a lot of. But fuel. weight is so important, too. So you can only, like. Yeah. Like, yeah. oh, you're going to have to leave the raft. <laughs> Sorry. Dude, uh, yeah. For real. And those 172s, they can't really hold much weight. Like, you, you wouldn't be able to put four people in one and then top it off. I don't know. Maybe the guy was really light, and all his stuff was really light. He just had a bunch of like survival gear. Maybe I'm really they, curious about it now. Maybe they shipped some parts of it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we don't need this. They <laughs> shipped the seeds. Yeah, I mean that would that would make sense to ship some stuff. But he was just alone for eighteen hours, seventeen hours in a Cessna, just like over Ray. an ocean. Do you know what the longest flight ever is? It's, no, it's like it's either forty days or two months. In a, I think it's a Cessna 172. 
they were doing, and they did this forever ago. I think it's two months. It's they just never got out of the plane. Like they just kept flying. So these, it was two guys in, in the plane. Shower? They just no, dude. They they lived in the plane for <laughs> when two, you're that they could high, never stop. in that high altitude. You don't actually and, get stink. Like, oh you no, know, and they were flying there. along with a truck, refueling it every three hours or whatever for two months. I gotta look it up. But like, why? That's like the guy that the did the, the record. Yeah. The guy that did the donuts in the there was a BMW that did like most donuts, yeah. and there was a fuel car doing donuts with <laughs> him every now and then. Yeah, I that almost broke cool. that record. <laughs> I mean, it, that was around a Canadian, <laughs> dude. Sixty-four days, twenty-two Ooh. hours, and nineteen minutes. Oh, man, That's in a wild. Cessna one seventy-two. Like, you land, and the world is just totally like, what happened while I was gone? 64 <laughs> days in a when? Cessna when did they do 172. That? What's that? Some they have a date? They did it a long time Well, people ago. do the similar things on those, like, sailboats where they sail around, like, Antarctica. I've seen some lady just, just got done, like, paddling from, like, across the Atlantic. Yeah, people are wild like, with that stuff. 1959 what? is when that 59. Happened. I guess there really wasn't much going on back then. Probably a brand that. new Cessna. <laughs> just came out. I don't believe that. Cessna just launched this plane, and these guys are like, we're doing it. <laughs> we're going for two months. Speaking of records, aren't you going to do, like, a dirt bike jump record? I'm not going to do a dirt bike jump record. Oh. I do want to do a world record, the Freedom Factory, of some kind of jump. Yeah. I'm just not sure what I got a couple yet. world records. Dude, your boy yeah. Jim just... See him with the limo? Jump? Yeah, he just got the we limo one. We definitely beat that, so if you want to do that, we can, I'll beat it. It's just up to you to let limo him. Limo jump? Yeah. Yeah, don't yeah. let him have it for long. Just, like, yeah, just immediately do it, like, in a couple weeks. Just, uh, yeah. Did just you do it to. officially, like, with Guinness? I, I, it was I at LS Fest. Oh. Was, so it was a big was. deal. I don't I mean, know. They usually make that stuff pretty official. But Guinness I already mapped it out. I could come stuff. from the back 10 acres, jump <laughs> into the track, and there's plenty of time to stop. We'll just build a little. What about the landing? Well, we'll build a landing. That's going to hurt. build a landing. I'm not yeah, you definitely have to, to build flat. a landing, yeah. I don't think it go good. Unless there's something else I could <laughs> jump to set a world fast? record. I don't think it's going to go that good. Has we ever jumped a fire truck? What about your fire truck? Jump jump heavy. over the fire truck or jump the fire jump truck? Jump the fire truck. Okay. Dude, jump a school bus. I'll be willing to let you jump my fire truck. Yeah. Do a school bus. Dude, did you hear Adam on Roman's <laughs> podcast say the worst injury he's ever taken was the Crown Vic jump that he did? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I was house, there for right? that, yeah. yeah. That was bad. I remember that. Yeah, no, that was, uh, that actually hit pretty hard. I remember seeing the crumples in the side of the car. It. They, like, hit the jump backwards, didn't they? And it he, just. He hit it backwards. And, and uh, oh, was it when he hit the face of the landing uh, yeah happened. oh yeah he hit the face of the jump i think that's when the majority of the damage happened and then it like landed too so it, like <laughs> stopped with some like it was pretty high up in the rear so then it kind of like <laughs> yeah that was and bad then though. that vehicle was stolen from my house that vehicle <laughs> yeah. has some history nobody How? ever even got it from I impound didn't think it could drive <laughs> I, is it really still an impound probably i mean i remember we were all where sitting else would there go? and wasn't it josh that josh watched him josh was like i saw the car leave but i didn't think nothing of it <laughs> It was during Dude, the Super Bowl. Yeah, yeah, we were all there watching the Super Bowl. He's was... like, someone just took that orange crown pick. We're no, like, no, he didn't know. No one knew what car it was. He he was like, oh yeah, just kind of revved. Well, that whole story is one that just all together seems like something that just doesn't even make sense. Oh, yeah, that yeah. Building it was burned great. Down. Well, that was the oh, whole yeah. deal. It was the same guy. Yeah, a guy yeah. burned the building. Yeah. I'll lay it I out. think we need I'll the full. It. Yeah, I'll lay it out. It's Super Bowl, two thousand. 21. Yeah. Maybe, yeah. February 4th. It was when it was in Tampa, I think. 
Uh, it was yeah. after the flyover. Yeah, we had Loftus was here. Over guys were in town. I remember Nick it. Savage and the fight a guy. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I think it's you. February fourth, and we're we're all hanging out watching the thing. And one of our buddies comes in. He's like, "Who left?" And we're all like, "What?" He's like, "Yeah, someone was like revving some car, and then they left." And I was like, "Huh." We kind of like looked around, and then we're like, "Oh, whatever." Then like just a few minutes later, we see this haze in the sky. And a property like what a mile and a half about from a mile my house crow flies, yeah, is just mile, mile on half. fire, and it's a huge flame. So it's a structure fire. It was huge. So we're like, Holy alarm crap, for sure. like, that's weird, you know. And then so we kind of checked that out, and obviously it got with a drone. You, yeah, Kyle had his drone up in the air. Yeah, we were watching over. it. So we checked that out, and then we're like, all right, crazy. We go back watch the game, and Bucks won. Oh yeah, Bucks whooped the Chiefs. <laughs> yep. Yep. And we sat in our Kansas City friends packing. Oh, yep. yeah. And then the next morning, one of the 1320 guys who's staying in my guest, like the barn where there's the, you know, the apartment, we call it. He's like, hey, that orange crown Vic that was out here yesterday is gone. And I'm like, what? <laughs> so I look around the back, it's gone. What had happened was not your car. Trevor Motion Auto's yeah, car. Trevor Motion Auto left it there after Adam <laughs> crashed it. <laughs> and what had happened was this guy, who I think we 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 kind of we, uh, we eventually out found who out who it was, and what happened. But the police stuck, right? police did nothing about it. This guy, this is the theory, not a hundred percent, but the guy apparently went and was off roading behind in the construction. It's now a neighborhood behind my house lit this place on fire and then drove got his truck stuck behind my house well no he got his truck stuck behind where the fire was okay i went and looked at it was. and yeah. it was back there wasn't he playing and with the construction he equipment the construction yeah, yeah. equipment he was trying to <laughs> pull his truck out with the equipment yeah wasn't he using like a he was, they like had a dozer their build i was in full panic so like mode yeah. like the, the dozer so or it's something. dirt work mode right now so they're in dirt work and they actually built this big burn behind my house but the fence wasn't up yet so this guy like Gets a dozer, tears a bunch of shit up, lights a building on fire. His truck's so stuck, he decides to go, you know, looking. And it's far enough away from the fire. Like, there was, like, a tree line. and But it was literally, like, the fire was here, tree line, truck stuck. And that's, like, how it was. Well, they're building, like, 4,000 homes, so there's plenty of space and dirt. Yeah, and we all we have is this video of the car leaving my house. We don't have any of him getting to it because... It was positioned on the back side of my apartment. He gets he climbs over the hill in the back of my house, gets in the car. It, this thing's been sitting there for six months. It starts Fired after being right crashed, up. fires right up, and he drives it, goes up to my gate, the gate opens, <laughs> and he leaves. And now it's a day later, so I'm like, holy crap. So I call uh I call the police and they're like uh, calls back like 10 hours later. They're like, hey, we found the car at Walmart. And they would not show us any footage. They wouldn't even tell us what was That's going right, on. Walmart had a bunch of cameras there. Yeah, like, they so wouldn't show us anything. Somehow we caught word of this of the story, and they never told us if they arrested the guy or anything. They're like, you can come get the car. And they actually, they wouldn't even tell me anything. They were like, we can only talk to Trevor about it because he was the rightful owner. I ended up knowing the guy. I ended up figuring out who the guy was. He's like a local guy around here. JH knew him. Yeah. Of course. The guy who. <laughs> I know the guy, the guy that, that stole, stole the he ground. He ended up, yes. Like, but he didn't get in trouble, right? He never got, like, they took him to jail. Oh, they did. 
but he never got the in trouble fire, though. for the fire. But then he got out, he was fine. Well, let's not forget, too, that... Because they had to come drag his truck out, and, like, a tow company mm-hmm. had to come get his truck, because the construction company called and said some guy <laughs> left their truck. Yeah. And it was all... So it's not like... That's how we found out who it was. Yes. Because his truck yes. was still there, and they found him in, like, dog tracks. And there was in dog hair yard. all in the car, remember? Yeah, and there was yeah. a dog in the car. So, like, <laughs> it was the evidence wild. was clear, but somehow this guy didn't get in trouble. Well, the Crown Vic had a scavenge pump with the turbo that had ripped off. So, yeah, it, so the Crown Vic, oil the Crown Vic just right. had no oil in it, so he had to dump it at the Walmart. He couldn't make it very far. Maybe about eight miles, seven miles. Or yeah, he did not far. go far. He did, he did it far enough. And he was... parked the Crown Vic, like legitimately actually parked it. It was like in a spot at Walmart, too. <laughs> Weird thief. Unbelievable. I don't think he really was intended to be a thief. It was just like he got into a bind and just he was obviously a thief. But it's not like he was around sounds, stealing cars. Sounds like he's an arsonist. He's a, a thief. <laughs> and I mean, some I, other things. Sounds like his plan went well. <laughs> wow. It's a great dog owner. <laughs> Took him on the whole journey. <laughs> there was dog food trail the whole way. He had dog food. I mean, if you're going to do something like that, you got to take your dog at least as an accomplice. Is the dog getting in trouble? Was his girlfriend now with him, the too? Dog? Yeah. I, dog's in trouble. For dog's sure. in trouble for sure. Yeah. That's a criminal dog. He's a he's a bad boy. <laughs> not a good boy. Yeah, dog the bounty hunter on this case. <laughs> Dude, when dog Why didn't was we think down, of that? Um, we should have called Dog the Bounty Hunter. Dude, he would have no, found him in no time. Modern day, Dog the Bounty Hunter whistling diesel. <laughs> Get him on the case. <laughs> He's the guy. Oh, Remember yeah. when um there there was that missing person in Florida and Dog was down here and he was just like oh, yes. door to door, just yeah. in the in, it was in like in Florida. He was wasn't just door to door. He would hit my door. <laughs> <laughs> but like this is how it works. What eight million people live in this state? Like, just start going you know, dirt bike dog. Let's start go. Acting real suspicious. I think it was around our towns in like Sarasota or something. Or was it when that the, there was that murder? There was that murder homicide deal that happened. Yeah, yeah and he was, was in the Everglades. They were looking yep. for him. Yep. Yeah, yeah I can't think of her name. It <laughs> was a bad spot to hide. <laughs> that guy. Did he ever get caught? They guy? found him dead in the swamp. Found oh, parts. Of they him. did find him, and they're like, we don't really know what happened. I think her parents were like, we don't know either. Yeah, and I think yeah. his parents knew that he was theories. there. Yeah. Crazy like, theories. There was yeah. like one where his hand, they thought there was a hand outside of the garden. <laughs> like what? the parents were like feeding him or something. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, they thought he was in an underground lair. Like. <laughs> yeah. You've looked for missing people before, right? Um. Yeah. In aircraft? Yeah, I've done some search and rescue stuff. That's right. Really? Yeah. yeah. How's that? A lot of searching? Um, A lot of searching. It was after actually, the storm, right? Is that when yeah. you were doing it? Yeah, and like as the pilot, like I don't really do much of the looking. I just like Same making sure we're not going to crash. Yeah. Because you don't want to add a rescue to a rescue. Right. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, mostly we just spotted, you know, we were spotting people on rooftops. Um, you know, I, I'm not really in a position where I'm trained to like go set my skids on the roof of a house and tell people to hop in. Which I'm That's sure we're capable of doing, but Remember like the guy that was helping us in the helicopter during the flood. Yeah, that guy was wild, dude. He would Actually, just he was flying over, finding yeah. people, pointing down to us. Yeah, and then we would be ripping. able to go get him in boats. Yeah, I think one of the more intense ones was JH and I came up on a guy in a truck that had just gone off the road, and his truck it was in a U-Haul van, That's right. like a U-Haul truck, and the cab was in the water. There was water flowing through the driver's window, out the passenger window. Yep. 
And the truck and was like this. Like, it was about to flip. It was so sketch. So we pull up, and there's water flowing over the road, maybe, like, this high. And so we put my skid, we put the skids down on the asphalt through the water. And, like, we're trying to communicate with this guy. Didn't and then we went English. and landed in the intersection, talked to this cop. And, like, they needed, like, equipment to get this guy out. So then, so then we went to the other side of this so, flood and we where was found the guy the, at? So yeah, like he's in the truck. He's yeah, sitting there with his hands on the wheel. Over? Yeah, the guy's still in it. So like so there was, was a too cop. petrified to move. There was yeah, too he just yeah. Move. There was like a cop over here, and then there was linemen on the other side, and it's probably like a half mile of yeah. water going across the road. Remember the linemen were treading it across. Sketch, it was crazy. Yeah. So then we talked to the linemen, I think, and then the linemen took a boom truck and they were able to like. One guy was walking the whole thing we in front of the, the truck. Scene, yeah. yeah, just no instincts like, to get were, out of the car or dude, anything. Yeah. Just it, like, the water was rushing so hard, though, he would have been taken further away from the road. And like, I don't know, he looked terrified. But I there wasn't. What's that? It was, that? <laughs> it was already bogged, bud. <laughs> the whole That's what got him water. there. So what's crazy? <laughs> and we, and, and we experienced this and saw this during the flood. Like you're driving, and you know you got to go, but. You can't see the road. Oh, it's so So sketch. you're, like, driving in two or three. We did this in the Army truck quite a bit. Oh, yeah. And you're just going and, like, you're just hoping the road's still there. Yeah. You don't know. Because some piece of the road, it would be gone. There'd be, like, a six-foot just, like. Yep. So you like, drop into that, you are done. You're done. Hiking. And the videos are crazy, too, because, like, it's broad daylight, nice and clear and sunny out. And then it's just, like, this rushing water of a flood. Like, normally you think, oh. like, oh, it's a storm and a hurricane and the flood. But, like, that's, like, calm out. I don't think the flood. river actually crested for seven or ten days. Peace River took ten days to crest. It got deeper yeah. after we left. They shut down all the all, – like, it got deeper. When we were doing rescue in the jet boats, it yeah. was – we were in the tops of the trees. We were not like, like people are you trying to navigate us. because you, you were actually in the tops of the trees. So it was, it was so people were telling tight. us like, yeah, I'm trying to get back there. And they're like, you go down this driveway. I'm like, you don't understand. There is not a driveway. It's gone. Yeah. I'm looking at trees. I remember coming in this guy's yard and like, we're on, like we're hitting something. I'm like, are we hitting and it was like the roof of a car <laughs> and i was like oh you my. leave your insurance are you on the airboat absolutely yeah is that just the best vehicle to do it in just an airboat <laughs> the jet boats were really good because they get in and out of stuff but the airboats could kind of go like we could carry travel across the road carry more people so it kind of was the jet boats and the airboats were, were both equal airboats sink easily too so there was yeah. several airboats careful that sank while rescuing people so yeah. they were getting rescued you really have to be careful and know how to yeah. operate. If you don't, you will, you know, you have to be very careful. Is having something loud of benefit or would you want something quiet so you can hear people? But then people can hear you if you have something loud. Probably so if you're in an airboat. There's a lot of John boats. I bet John boat's probably the best. John boat is probably the best. Because you could put three or four or five people in a John boat, whatever. And like, yeah, yeah that was probably was the best. best. Yeah. But the jet boats, like we could bash Get there through trees. And and just bash them and get cut through whatever. If there was just a huge tree in front of us, we could just like literally break it. Yeah. Do the does like the county have any provisions to really help people besides like an airboat? Dude, it's actually super scary. After doing that, it's real scary yeah. to know like our government. Like you're has, the one that has to help. They're in a natural disaster like that. You are the you better hope somebody around you has equipment. When we left that neighborhood that night, the National Guard shows up. And they're like, we're here, and we had literally rescued dozens yeah. of people. And we're like, 
they're like, well, we're not getting any more calls. Everybody's been pretty much rescued. And like they unload this John boat, they get in it, they're fully geared up. They go 15 feet, prop hits a mailbox under the water. <laughs> I was like, we just told him there's a, you know, a mailbox there, but it's really scary. Like we had sheriffs on my boat two days later rescuing people in the neighborhood and they're like, we don't have anything. Like this is people were coming from all over the state yeah. and bringing their boats here to try to rescue people. It's what scary. about like was, a hovercraft? Would that be a fishing? No, not at all. Not <laughs> at all. Horrible vehicle. <laughs> For anything but looking cool, looking like a <laughs> be wrong not to ask at least. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I love to give hovercrafts more credit. But Do you they, still have a hovercraft? I haven't absolutely. seen it in a long yeah, time. Dude, I got my '86 Scat. Seen it. Horrible vehicle. Did you see what Rich Rebuilds did with his with the jets? Like no. the little jet turbines, like you put on your B two. Yeah, he put like three on a scat. <laughs> did it not help it at all? I don't think it was very good. <laughs> it's definitely like a like a hovercraft. It was more for looks. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's the only thing you do on hovercrafts: look badass, make a lot of noise. Imagine like pulling up to rescue someone. There's water spraying. <laughs> like, I'll get the next one. <laughs> yeah, that was actually interesting about the. Saving people, like, doing, you know, search and rescue is we would pull up. And by the way, Manatee County Search and Rescue, they they have some sweet equipment. But yeah. we would pull up to, like, people standing on their roofs. And they'd be like, nah, we're going to wait it out. Yeah. And you can't, like, if they refuse help, you just keep going. They're going to wait it out. Yeah. Oh, yeah, several people. I'm not saying that we don't have equipment in our counties and stuff, but they have to go through so many agencies to use them. Yeah. yeah. Like, flags. they can't just jump in and go. They're like, like where I'm a civilian, I can just go and get somebody. They can't yeah. tell me no during that. Like, we did a few things, and they're like, they were like, we can't tell you no, that. but we can't tell you yes. And like, it's like, Greg's right, the cool. only one qualified to operate that thing, and he's not in today, it's, so it was we're waiting. like that, or like they're waiting to hear back. It was crazy. Well, even like when Sanibel Island, I think it is, that becomes like an island, like the right when down they in. just um, did it? The, the bridge well, the down. bridge goes down. Yeah, like, what do you do in that situation? Dude, so. I mean, it was a bad situation, but kind of a funny story what happened there with me and Dalton go down there, and we're fueling generators for this company. Well, Drew was doing it throughout the week. I went down the weekend, and so we were all done fueling. We're like, all right, we're going to go check that where our buddies were, and we're like, go make sure they're good if they need any food or anything. Well, we took a wrong turn, so we're in my Army truck just driving. You're in an Army truck? Oh. Go on through, bud. No big deal. We're going, and so we're following. We, me and Dalton were like, man, there's like a lot of... Yeah. All we see are dump trucks right now. Like, what's going on? So we're, like, going over, like, the causeway, and we get to the other side, and I'm like, oh, the road ends. So we're in the Army truck, and they're all, like, bringing dirt to fill it back in. We're like, well, we're just going to turn around and get out of here. But they just kept waving us through everywhere because they thought we were in the Army. They're on there. They're they're saluting you as you go by. No, I didn't almost go over, but, like. No, they're putting dirt to build the Yeah, they're they're rebuilding (laughs) it. I'm like. We're like in my semi, like my semi style one. We're just like, I'm like, I'm like, guys, sorry about that. We're going back They're to the base. <laughs> yeah, just saluting as he goes by. People are thanking him. We were trying to get to one place one night, and I had Drew and everybody behind me with their airboats over in front of me. And they're like telling Drew and them, you have to turn around and go. And Drew moves and they look at me and they're like, come on, come through here. And I'm like, nah, man, I'm not, in the, I'm sorry, I'm not in the army. <laughs> Dude, I, I remember flying over and seeing JH's military truck and a bunch of people on it. Yeah. And I was like, 
Like, there was a lot of people. I don't know how many. We filled the whole bed. It was like 20 people. We were going into neighborhoods and just picking people up. I'm, like, flying over. And Jake and I, you know, we had, like, radios and stuff. I'm flying over. I'm looking at Jake's truck just, like, covered in people. And I'm like, holy crap. I'm like, this is some straight-up stuff I have never seen. It was wild. Yeah, like, legitimate rescue. Well, that hurricane took that, that turn south. And just hit it, hard. It always does. They, I, we obviously, I've lived here for a long time, and like they always are like it's hitting Tampa Bay, and it always cuts through Charlotte Harbor. Indian, it just ground. goes. That's what I was gonna say. The, the Indians. Indians. I agree. I mean, it's got Americans. Be I used yeah. to have BMX jumps at the Indian not. Barrel Grounds in Palmetto. We used to ride our BMX bikes, and uh, when I was a kid, and like I never got hurt there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I was like, where the hell is this going? Yeah. Never got hurt there. Dude, the wind was really how I can't believe the poles at the Freedom Factory are still straight. That wind was insane. And it came like the opposite, too, that I was thinking. Yeah, I thought it was going to be coming. Well, everybody was in Tampa. Like, all the guys that were, like, storm chasing were up in Tampa. Yeah. I even saw, like, the storm chasing guy local lost his truck in the flood. There's that Mike's really? weather page guy. Like oh, his, he did? Oh, really? Yeah, he got, like, flooded out, like, cooked. Oh, damn, dude. Yeah, he had to, like, damn. abandon it in the middle of the night. I was like, God. Dude, have you seen modern-day uh, tornado trucks? Uh-uh. Like, are you talking about the actual, like... The ones that, like, hunker down? Remember that? Yeah, you remember those back in the day? Mm-hmm. Have you seen them now? There was, like, that TV show. Aren't Bro. they, like, F-350? They are tricked out now. This one I just saw... It made me really want to build one and go chase tornado. <laughs> it, Bad location. So for it's that. like you know how it's got like Melbourne. the you know how it's got like the they're like tilted like a so the air dome. doesn't get under them. Yeah, yeah. It had uh, gigantic hydraulic stakes that also would go <laughs> through the ground really? hold it down. I was like, oh my gosh, that's so sick. I just imagine some like random like. Oh, I'm here to chase tornadoes. Pulls into some dude's driveway and just like puts his stinks <laughs> just right, through, right through the concrete. Why am I parked here? Causes <laughs> all the damage. It's like a rim of a car. Just yeah, just no it. care. Yeah. Like, oh, it's a tornado coming through. I, I'm, I'm qualified for this. There's a video I ran across, and the guy has two of them, and I don't know who it was. Is on YouTube, and he's like getting them running. They are literally just suburbans, and that's yeah. what they were. Like the interior is like a suburban. He pops the hood. It's just a you know like a you know mm-hmm. five three, yeah. and he's just like this one doesn't run. This one he gets running and it's perfect. But the other one's like this one's blown up or something. I think we could build a sick one. Yeah. <laughs> well, Demo Ranch had that it. bulletproof suburban. That would have been probably a good start. Oh, yeah. Then he naturally it. shot it. Yeah, shot it up. <laughs> I had to shoot it. I mean, it's an interesting one because you never. It's one of those things you never want to know how good they work. You're, you you assume they work extremely well. Yeah, it's kind of just one of those assumptions, I guess. But yeah, wow, test man. those things. Chasing a storm would be sick. I'm down like a real nader. Yeah, I feel I'm like that's a that tough thing. one. That's scary. Yeah, yeah, but if you're in one of those cars, you're good. You think so? I saw There's a dirt devil a once. Of like, <laughs> we're in Nebraska. I saw this little dirt like, devil yeah. spin up on a ba- baseball field. <laughs> Did we see a nader in Colorado one time, or maybe close. We thought it was like spooling, but it wasn't really. I don't know. We you can take. You know what's a good idea? Water Chase water spouts with a boat. I've seen that. Yeah, take see, out Mark, <laughs> Mark Mitchell's I'm boat. I'm out on that one, bud. <laughs> I think I'm out on that. Scared of water spouts. Yeah, yeah, dude. Dude. Is the honey hauler still around? Dude, I actually <laughs> modify gave, it. I actually uh, gave the honey hauler away, you man. Did. I gave it away. Was that a 16 foot? Bro, 
Guy got a girlfriend and he got rid of his honey hauler. A 16 foot honey hauler is what it was. It didn't have a name. It was a honey hauler. It was unbranded. Yeah. (laughs) Completely custom. Sounds illegal. It was, uh, it would do, you could have nine people on that boat. It would do 34 mile an hour. You could have one person on the boat, 34 mile an hour. (laughs) It didn't matter. I would run the bulk. They have this thing called the bulkhead when you come out into the the bay, come, come in the Manatee River. You don't go over the bulkhead. I would trim that thing up. <laughs> There's like a 60-foot section you'd skim across. Good to go. And like guys are just like, we don't understand what's going on here. I'm like, honey holler, dude. Yeah. Remember when you came over and tested it in my pond? Yeah. Not a good day. <laughs> yeah. Not a good day Not for my pond. Not a good pond. day for my boat or your pond. <laughs> dude, when you were talking about the manatee, manatee rescue and like how it takes them time, I was just thinking about how when you're stuck in mud, and your friends are like, we're making a plan. And they just leave you out there in a side-by-side. Yeah. They like do you're that? you're underwater. What is that? We're making a plan. You're just out there. Oh, I remember that. I know what he's talking about. I think about. it's mostly to Alec. <laughs> we're out there. Yeah. Oh, actually, yeah. With Caleb, when he flipped his, I was like, I was so I was like, bad. Dude, we need a minute. I'm like, we got to get some remember shit that gathered trip? up. That trip that was, was wild. Bad. Dude, I got crushed. Dude, remember when Alec dance. put his... Fully upside down in the pit. There was just like a Dude, river. He just drove that off had no the water. canal. <laughs> oh yeah, remember he did. You it. fell off the cliff. You remember that? <laughs> I go to jump off the cliff and I hit like a tree root. I'm just it just stops my feet and I just go boom. Dude, there's like an eight foot deep ravine, and Alec from Freedom Factory flips his X3 into it. Hits, the thing's roofed down in a foot of water. So I'm like, okay, hopefully not like- drowning. <laughs> so I go sprint down there. And I'm like down to eye level with Alec. I'm like, you good? And like, I hear this <clears throat> behind me. <laughs> Jay tripped at the top of the ravine, <laughs> trips at the top, and just free falls straight to his chest. <laughs> <laughs> Heard every square inch of air exit his lungs. Like, <laughs> 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 you're a real friend. <laughs> Classic case of like needing a rescue after trying to rescue someone. It's pretty scary being underwater with a helmet on. I've been there. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I've actually never been under with a helmet on. You well, wanna... you were doing the boat stuff, and that's, I mean, shoot, you can be yeah. underwater with a helmet on. Wasn't Caleb yeah, underwater? true. When we did that one Caleb was okay, finished. I think. He, he got, did, he got no, he got right out. Yeah, I got ate up by ants. Yeah, you He did. got right out. I don't Dude, recommend going underwater. Them ants are wild out there. Red ants Dude, are. This guy was, like, in the water the trying enemy. to get away from Dude. the ants. They're just floating <laughs> on the water. Coming, like coming at him. on him, he's just like. Hey, you re- have you ever seen? So bad. If, if you're I in Florida, you'll see like a red ant. If we flood, you just see this island of red ants. Yeah. Well, this hey, genius we were going in the water. This genius just kept driving his side by side into these piles, and <laughs> I'm like, to, like it off. was nighttime. I'm like, what's he do? We saw him. You saw him, right? Like, they glow in <laughs> like he would hit these piles of red ants, and he's like, guys, we're getting ate up by ants, and we're like. Quit hitting the piles. <laughs> he you has don't a see the islands. Side by side. Yeah, 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 yeah. I had a cab. We were, we were out with Bronte at River Ranch, and all the girls were kind of standing there, and Bronte's standing with Maddie, and she's like, I got red ants on me. And Maddie looks over, she's like, Get out of the ant pile. He's <laughs> still standing on the ant pile. <laughs> Maddie's like, I was so confused. Like, my first thought was, like, Why isn't she moving? Dude, the ants love you. Even Dude. today, you got remember tore that, up. Remember that time Cooper got stuck at River Ranch? Like, yeah, what's that spot called? I don't know. Wetlands or something? Oh, it's yeah. It's not in the wetlands. It's not wetlands. It was <laughs> like, 
It was just next to cypress trees. That's what the cypress swamp. Yeah. And dude, this guy just. I got him out, dude. I feel like there could have been another route to get me out. (laughs) He goes, hey, watch this. Yeah. (laughs) That was the the day that Doug Butterfield got banned. Doug Butterfield got banned for life from Ranch. I've been trying to convince him to get like a fake ID like Bud Duggerfield. (laughs) (laughs) Here's the deal. We got a fix for that. We're not going to say it on here. Oh, we yeah. have a fix for that. Get him back in. Back. Working on it. Yeah. We're Going through the hunting side and just. <laughs> well, no, it's not illegal. It's not illegal no, at all. We're going to get it approved. Yeah, it's approval. It's it interesting because River Ranch is on a bombing field, basically, right where they test it. To, uh, bombs. Right to, uh, what? It's on the. It's next to Avon Park bombing range. Yeah, like you a lot drive. Of radiation over it's there? a. It's a. It's a active bombing Actually. range. And people try to get as close to the bombing range as possible. I've noticed. Like they try to ride the fence perimeters. Yeah. <laughs> Where I'm like, why are we are. so close? I'm like, why well, are those trails? Whole, so you know, like the perimeter is like a big trail. Obviously, they have all the way around there. You can see side. craters. Yeah, when you're on the like, they're 40 feet away from you, Dude, 30 feet away from you. you no, know and I realized JH was a true divine redneck. I was at River Ranch. It was flooded. This is this last sense. trip? <laughs> It was so flooded, so flooded. So when we got there, we rode across this this. huge, this huge, gigantic flood. It looked like an ocean. (laughs) We rode across it, and we get to the other side. Anyway, the water comes up while we're there. This is right after the hurricane when they reopened it. it. Oh, was it before? before before. Oh, it was before. Remember all that rain? Dude. They... So the water comes up while we're out there. So now the river is too high for us to cross. So I'm in my X3, and I go in over here, too deep. In over here, too deep. In over here... (laughs) Too deep. I actually probably did that 30 times. And I have red ants at this point (laughs) on every crevice of my body. So I'm just like, I'm pissed. And I'm like, where the hell is J.H.? He comes doodle-bopping up in his Can-Am. Like, what's up? And I'm like, (laughs) he's got guards with him, too. Like, what's up, red ant? Like, you know, just giving me shit. I'm like, brother, I'm like, I don't know what we're going to do to get back across this. He goes, oh. Oh, uh, you gotta go right here, and I'm like, "What? It's just, it's <laughs> just like he looks just like water. a lake. It's just a lake." <laughs> he looks there's, at me and goes, "No way! There's no landmarks! There's no way! Zero landmarks!" The guy goes straight across it, dude. I'm like, "What?" So I get behind him, and I swear my snorkels were this high. It got it's the, the highest I've ever seen. We could have made it. Yeah, it was the highest I've and ever I'm like, seen. Damn, it. he really has that red eye GPS, <laughs> dude. Remember the time we had. This was like early, early us knowing Jage, where we had to go with his mud truck and help those people behind. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was like, "What the hell?" We were like are Texas we doing? Roadhouse eating dinner. I get like a message on Facebook, hey, like an SOS. <laughs> hey, we're stuck. Can you help? I'm like, "Let's go." <laughs> and then we saw that guy bury that uh, excavator, like too. a brand new excavator. Yeah, that was, I was pretty yeah, good. I was literally snatching on the excavator to get it out. We get it out of the way. That's cool though. And then it was it was cool Friday night. Most things got dug deeper and deeper as we were trying to get them out. Yeah, yeah. it was a bad deal. That one guy was just like eye deep in water <laughs> trying yeah. to just like, Jage was like, we can't break the surface. Once we break the surface, <laughs> you're done. It's yeah. endless. It's a float. It's a floating island. <laughs> really get him in his element out. There. Yeah. And not to mention, this is like the weirdest spot ever because you're a mile from the Texas Roadhouse. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're in yeah. civilization still you know what's a worst in a mud truck. When you're stuck is like everybody suggesting how oh, to get yeah. unstuck. 
Can't listen That's to anybody. That's one of the most infuriating things. Or somebody pulls up with their radio full blare, and they're, like, trying to party, and you're just they're like... They're like, turn the wheel to the left. Can, can like, I just do my thing? Like, yeah. I've had bad. that happen. I was stuck in sand in, like, early on in my car driving career. I was probably, like, 16. And car gets stuck, and it wouldn't come out of the sand. But instead of, like, oh, let's just, like, go get a thing to pull it out, everybody opted for their try. Let me let oh, me yeah. try. Guys, like, what we about a better a, plan? High this is much later in your career of driving. What about when you drove your Tahoe off that storm drain? <laughs> <laughs> that was a good. That was a, that was a good Chick Fil A experience. <laughs> Garrett did the same thing. He goes, "Let me give it a go." <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. Dude, I, I think I got it. Puddle. <laughs> gets framed out. Where are we going? Remember when Cooper's scooter died at PRI? Uh, <laughs> he missed we a told slingshot. Him the slingshot around he the, missed a slingshot. Oh, uh, PRI. I need to go back. I haven't been back since then. Yeah. When uh, we, we get that we get to the we I get don't want to go back. <laughs> we get to the bar and we're like chilling and like Cooper, everybody's like, Where'd Cooper go? I'm like, you must saw a slingshot. He's like, didn't slingshot. Thirty minutes later, Cooper shows up. Thanks, guys. Scooter really appreciate scooter, scooter died. died. Thanks a lot. <laughs> Well, the route we take is like instead of A to B, it's like A all the way around the corner race. to B, and it was we added like ten extra miles onto remember, a scooter that was already dying. I remember going, <laughs> so mad. My scooter's almost dead. Before I, we started, do you remember? Like, <laughs> no, you guys yeah. remember? Yeah. We took all our scooters and hit them in the hotel room. Yeah, they were all yeah. bird scooters. At like three o'clock, and we're like, we got to come back after dinner, get our yeah. scooters, and all the alarms. We had set the comforters on them because the alarms were going off. Yeah, because people were trying to like find them. I just remember him being like, my scooter's almost dead already. Can't we just go straight to the bar? <laughs> and, and someone was like. I shouldn't be that far. Like, you got plenty, or it might have been me. <laughs> Someone. <laughs> then we end up at the bar, and, like, we're like, where's Coop? <laughs> hey, remember you got to the bar up here, and there's... just walking up. Yeah, oh, I was mad. <laughs> you get to the bar up here, and there's that random guy out there in a minivan with a jet in the back, and he's, like, blipping oh, the throttle that... on the street. I'm like, I've been what the what? hell yeah. are you doing? I've been messing that guy. Of course. I've been trying to buy that thing. He's blipping the <laughs> throttle on his minivan, jet-powered, yeah. just in the street somewhere. Yeah, I've been talking to him a little bit. Yeah. PRI's a good time, The though. PRI memories, especially with the side-by-side -side guys, like when Doug got a fully-charged scooter that one time outside of White Castle. Oh, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> After you had placed it there? Yeah, dude, I told Doug Butterfield, I called him, it was like 2 a.m., like, dude, meet me at White Castle, we gotta get some burgers before we go to the hotel. <laughs> and... Sitting at White Castle forever, and I'm like, "Where is Doug?" Like, I just rode here, and he calls me. He goes, "Hey, man, I finally found a scooter. I'm on my way to White Castle." <laughs> he goes, "Fully charged," and I'm like, "Really? Where'd you find a fully oh, charged yeah, scooter?" My scooter's gone. I look down the road. He's riding directly away from the White we Castle. We could see him. We could see him yeah. grab it out the window of the White Castle. Yeah. And I go, I go, Doug, that's my scooter. And I see him. I go, you're riding away from White Castle. And I see him just go, why is riding? And he goes, oh, shit. Dude, the so best fun. was we. you set up this whole race, and then, like, the biggest dude pulls up, and he's like, my scooter's about to die. And he was already a big guy, so yeah. it's like... 
and I think it broke in half almost <laughs> instantly. Did break in Someone half. did break a scooter. Another guy got clothesline. Remember the, uh, the guy clothesline? I almost speed hit a horse. Speed races get a little intense. Because the president or the vice president was also in town while we were scooter racing that's that. Right. Pence that's was like a, that was a parading through downtown. So they're shutting down streets and Pen stuff. Should have thought about that better. He knew it was a weird time to show up. Now the scooters all have geofences. It's really just not as cool. That was really? bad when they had no geofences. You could ride them wherever. Can they mm. bring PRI back to know, Bra- back to Florida? Can they move it that out? You know, nice. it used to be in Orlando. Cold. Yeah, it was in Orlando. They no. used to have a rental car drag race at the uh, Lakeland Drag Strip. <laughs> we went years ago really and all the guys that were there i was young i kind of just started my shop and they would have a rental car drag race on friday night for pri (laughs) rental cars get so abused by car guys i actually heard that they're doing a rental car drag race cleus and cars indy no prize just fastest time we did rental car spectator guys (sighs) really sick we did it you did it yeah oh you guys were all at a wedding the last spectator guys we had a rental car class really any contact I don't think there was contact. No. When did this happen? We, we were at a wedding. We were all at a wedding. It, Remember, yeah. it was a championship, like the one yeah. that we just did. Oh, the spectator drag championship. Yes. Or yeah. One that I bought. The first one I ran the Porsche. I got to yeah. hear this story about there was one time y'all were staying somewhere you got hit in the head with like a salt shaker. <laughs> Dude, that's Spencer. <laughs> that is 100% Spencer. We're Valdez. all up in Michigan. Valdez. Yeah, that we're all up in Michigan at the bar Spencer. hanging out. And Garrett's like up on this like balcony area where they have like a pool table. <laughs> And Spencer, like, goes to, like, throw a salt shaker. And I look up because, you know, somebody's about to throw something at at somebody up there. So, naturally, you look up. He throws it. It hits the railing and just bounces back and hits me right in the face. (laughs) You're just watching it. We're all watching it. And you just, like, never take your eyes off. And it's coming. It was pretty quick. I mean, it was was like. And and that was the same day you rolled your. Yeah. You cannot skim talons. No, Cows well, are not skimming machines. That was one of the times I rolled it. I also rolled it into the pond. Remember when he tried to bog across it and it just floated? Oh, that's yeah. right. Yeah. Remember when the guy found my the guy? Well, to finish the Spencer story, he goes, "Why did you look up?" <laughs> and immediately tries to make it seem like I did something wrong. And yeah, I was like, "Dude, <laughs> I was like, dude, I didn't do anything wrong in this situation. You threw a salt shaker." <laughs> I mean, we all saw it, and we all watched it. You just didn't, like, it's coming right at you, and we're like, is he going to do anything? And it just... I had a beer, dude. I was buzzed, and it just, like, <laughs> came at me. I was tired. We had ridden all day. Yeah. I was hoping it wasn't going to hit me. I thought honestly, maybe he cleared the... That wasn't bad for all the things that could have happened to you yeah. today. Because you rolled your machine <laughs> twice, right? I mean, I, I think it was both the same trip, yeah. yeah. It was. The, the real bad was when he tried to skim, and, like, he rolled it, like, a higher speed, I think. Yeah, it just like though. stopped yeah. right away. Yeah, that was crazy. I think even Chad's tried to skim too, and his talent won't it just, skim. Yeah, it's honestly better than almost drowning when you're in a harness and you have a car helmet on and you go driver side down <laughs> <laughs> do and the water just like the yeah. same time at. Yeah, I mean, oh, wait, oh, it was a yeah. bad deal. Yeah, I and was um, there. I remember him. I was there. I lost my croc that day. Oh, yeah. The guy found it. Oh, he never yeah. returned it. <laughs> I think I have the other one up there. Wait, Still waiting. I do remember that. Didn't he send us a picture? He posted it on the Cletus group, and I was like, oh, cool, send it in. Never uh, did. Nah. I was like, what is he doing with it? Not this guy. <laughs> Piece of memorabilia. I actually signed a croc at an event, so maybe that was it. I signed a prosthetic leg once. I signed a baby. 
a baby. <laughs> yeah, I've signed a prosthetic oh, leg once. Something really weird the other day. I got to think about what it was, but it was something like I've been signing a lot of driver's licenses lately. Really? <laughs> yeah. It seems it's like legal, there's bud. a. I mean. Somebody tried to have you sign like a grinder once, wow. like it was for like marijuana, and you were oh, like, "No." Yeah, <laughs> I was like, "Nice, I'll take." Yeah, that. I was like, "Come on, dude." Like, <laughs> he said no, and I was like, dude. "I was like, man, I was I'm too stupid to say no to that. I would have signed it like an idiot, <laughs> but like it's way smarter to say no to signing I, something." I didn't know, like I didn't open it or anything, so I was like, "I don't know what the hell this thing is" or something. Like, it was I don't remember, but that was like early, early on too, when there was still like a bald eagle at the. The one where like a bald eagle showed up. Yeah, that was the one that uh, JH first was at. That too. was the first one. Mm-hmm. Never, never, you'll never see a bald eagle on another Cleveland cars. You know? <laughs> <laughs> really bad idea. It turns oh. out. It's weird because the bald eagles are everywhere. If you go to the dump over here, there's yeah. like ten of them. Yeah, yeah. you can just go They're get one. Over. They're all over. You could just go lure a couple of the Freedom Factory. I don't think you're actually legal to do that. I don't think you they live at the dump one. though. Yeah. You could give them a better life. Yeah. That would be sick if we had like some bald eagles at the Freedom Factory that lived there. Yeah, what the are they like? Nest. Bring them on over. Probably fish. I don't know. You could probably fish. convince a lot of fish. Alec to go get them. That would be sick. Just Alec pulls out of the dump and <laughs> just shoves three bald friend. eagles in the truck and takes off. I have like an enclosed trailer and just kind of like. <laughs> there's like a police chase. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, remember when your brother put the yellow machine underwater in like five minutes of driving it? <laughs> Same place, River Ranch. Remember? Where I bought a brand new X3. Well, I had a, I had an X3, and then I had this old Can-Am that was beat. And when I went to the dealership, I was like, I just wanted to get rid of it. And no one would buy it off Facebook. So I said, all right, I'll take you to the dealer and trade it in. They gave me like five grand for it, but I got it. An X3, base model one, brand new, one hour, Parker, <laughs> drives it right into a canal. I'll never forget it. He's like, Immediately Parker. into a canal, like, totally Parker, underwater. If I lost. don't go through this, do not go through it. Follow me if there's something. A minute deep. before that. had like <laughs> 1.9 miles on it. And it, yeah. that was just lives out. brand new. <laughs> he just goes in, and we're all just like. The thing just goes. <laughs> I mean, there's not a lot of opportunities in life to drive a brand new machine unless you pay for it. <laughs> and I'm like, this is a. I remember the whole conversation. Unbelievable, Parker. Remember when we hit the swing set at Glamis? Who's it? Yeah, I remember hitting it. Yeah. Remember I was with you? Oh, that's right. You did ride with me. We were like, we're going to just like scale it. Yeah. And I'm like, dude, just hit it. Like, I didn't think it was any. Like, I didn't, all right. Everyone just kept saying it. It was like yeah, a big did jump. It perfect. Side by sides are fun. They're really what brought us all together. Was yeah. riding. I feel I, like that's did a lot more riding. I was gonna say if you were gonna tell somebody to get into motorsports right now, like oh you want to just go have fun in a vehicle, it's hard to not say side by side. Yeah, like, you yeah. can go so many different places. Like if you watch like what Leo and Zeus so and side by side blog do, they, they yeah. went from being like. 14, 15 grand to $35,000 yeah. for an yeah, X3. Those new Polarises are crazy. Yeah, they're over expensive. like 50 grand or something, I heard. Yeah. I don't understand how they've risen in price so much. I guess it's with everything it's, going it's up. It's everything. Yeah. It's just everything. Would you buy a Polaris for 50 grand? I wouldn't buy a Polaris for five. <laughs> More of a KRX guy. guy. I'm a, I'm, I'm, I, listen, when I was growing up, my buddy went and bought this brand new Polaris. I'm no Polaris. It was sick. This thing was it was awesome. But that thing was in the. I'll never forget it. It's embedded in my brain. It was in the shop more than he wrote it. 
And I was like, never owned a gun. Chad's Ranger? No, a, another one. Like, I was like a child. I was like 12. And this <laughs> thing was just broke witnessed? all the time. He sipped his Mountain Dew. I said, nope. <laughs> I ain't ever buying no Polaris. No buy, never buy no Polaris in this, in this house. Dude, the best was when Garrett, like, tipped his feet into the off-road stuff. And it was when we were at the old shop. And, like, you would just destroy the, a machine and just show up and be like, yeah, James... It's cooked. And James would spend like a, a week preparing it for your next outing, and you would just show back up. We no videos, nothing. We didn't know what happened, and it would just show up like everything was wrecked. Are you talking about the pullet, like or the can Yeah. yeah. Do you remember when I drove the uh, when I drove the tracker into the oh, leech field in between? Oh, that, that was rough. That culvert there. Remember we the, picked the tracker up. We drove it back from St. Pete. Me, you, and I think Drew. Chad, didn't know anything. We get in this vehicle he buys, and we're just like, yeah, let's go back to Bradenton. Through the tracker series. <laughs> I just remember I drove it in that thing in between our buildings because we leased that building in Clearwater with Jeremy. <laughs> I drove it. There was this mud pit in the middle, which was really a leech field. <laughs> and I drove it in there, and it was just, like, so bad. And it was <laughs> muddy as hell. And then the freaking owner of the landlord shows up and just rips me a new one. It's his drainage field. It's like his literally drainage ditch. Literally his drainage. The guy's shown up 10 times in the two years we were there. He shows up, dude. He loses it. And and at this point, I kind of like didn't, I didn't really like this guy. So I'm like, what do you want us to do? Leave? He's like, he's like, no, just why the hell do you have to go in the drain field? <laughs> <laughs> that was a reasonable question. <laughs> Very yeah, reasonable drove, response. We drove it back. He gets in it for two minutes, and Garza just kept going, you drove it for two minutes, and you broke it already. <laughs> oh, I know. Yeah. <laughs> kept telling that Remember, over and over. Very intoxicated that day. He did not let it go. <laughs> <laughs> Which now you know that's how it works. <laughs> you know, dude, I realize in all this that I'm just not an off-road guy. I'm an asphalt guy. I've just... I, you know, I don't know. Whenever I, I get off road, I just destroy a lot of stuff. It's true. Yeah, yeah it tends to. It's pretty hard on stuff going off road. Remember like, the good thing you got rid flip? of the mud truck. Yeah. Remember the flip that we did that one day when you like flipped yeah. it hard. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I still, oh no, I don't have that one anymore. No, that was the one. I flipped a lot of Canams. Yeah. Well, that is mostly what you ride. So if you I rode mean, Polaris, you'd flip them <laughs> yeah. too. <laughs> I just I'm not good off road. Remember when Chet flipped with Savage? We had no idea he was flipped. We <laughs> kept going. We got back to camp. He came back like 30 minutes later. Yeah. And Savage is in a sling. <laughs> Off-road is just far more dangerous. I don't know about A lot more that. variables. Dude, remember when Spencer rolled your dad's bunnies? <laughs> yeah. And they tried to tell... They tried him to tell Parker. him that, that was they gaslighting were on a hill for sure. And, and it just over. flipped. <laughs> and like the windows broken. They were like, it was in park and we weren't even in it. And it we just, weren't in it, it just rolled yeah. over. And like you could just tell it was a lie. And I think Spencer had to give him like, what, five was grand? Like five grand he was like, if you want, I'll pay for it. Yeah. <laughs> like, you took it well, out. Yeah. <laughs> Wasn't it like Sunday? We were about to leave. Like, we needed were like radiators. It was a brand yeah. new machine. Need a radiator, windshield. It had one of those electric. Remember, we were playing with it, the electric like windshield. Oh, yeah. That's it up, why and it was they so shattered expensive. it. And the guy, 90% of his time there was. Cooking. Helping people like oh, no, he cooking. Yeah, he was cooking. He wasn't cooking. Was no, Bob, was, no, Bob, Bob was oh, yeah. just drinking. But he was Bob just was hanging just out. Drinking. Bob was at the camp, <laughs> just drinking. But I remember Spencer and the guys 
that were there, like explaining the shittiest story. <laughs> and then I just recently was <laughs> with them all it. on Parker's bachelor party, and they like Holy they came, it. yeah, they came true. Like I guess Spencer tried to like go up and like flick it, you know, like to like spray at the top of the dune, <laughs> and just didn't obviously because it's a. 200 horsepower can't have it you ain't gonna get no roost four seater right with yeah. three people in it yeah and just, it just flipped on side immediately dude that glamis trip was great though that was such a I good know. we really need to do that again if, if it only wasn't so far to get to like a desert like that it is so far it is a it trip is. out there you gotta send your stuff out there because it's like a week yeah just to get there and, and the back content is not really very easy to make because it's like, like a helmet cam for the most part. When you think about the title and thumbnail, it's like, what is it going to be? We're just in the dunes. And so to pay for the trip, it didn't really make sense. Like, just, the only thing we could do is Justin and I had to jump shit out of our machines to get a yeah. cool thumbnail. And then it was like, okay, we have that day's video. What's, what's going to be there our for next like three video? or four days? Yeah. yeah. So then we had like, to break one of them really bad. Remember whenever so. I kind of mixed up, the guy told me he hit it like 50. And I don't, I just did it all by feel. And then I remember seeing 50 and I was like, I got to go a little, I don't know. And I told the swing set jump. Yeah, the swing set jump. And I told Seuss to hit it at 50. And I guess Seuss literally looked down and hit it at 50 and just came up 30 feet short. Yeah. Remember you told him? I was like, wild. He tried again. He tried again. Same thing. Same thing. I said, bud, just hit the gas. I don't know what to tell you. I just did it by feel. You said, you said, uh, like, it's 50 miles an hour. It's 50 miles an hour. So we're all yeah. like, all right, so we'll hit and it at 50. Like you were set on it. So too, I go down and I'm I'm riding at this hill and I'm like, I got my speedo at 50. I'm like, no way this is 50, <laughs> dude. So I like mad at <laughs> I remember I looked back at my camera and said like 64 on my dash or something. So then Seuss goes and Sorry, he buddy. hits it right at 50, dead on. <laughs> That's like a up. scary mile an hour to hit a jump at. That is a lot you of speed. You don't realize how fast you're going, though. Like, and you're up that hill. If you remember, when we hit it, the jump was still pretty good. And, like, yeah. you're going up this incline for a it's minute. And then finally, it's like, we just take off and you're gliding. Seuss is scary. such a good rider, too. Yes. Yeah, Seuss is, is probably the best side by side rider. Super fearless in jumping. Jumping. In he's America. insane, dude. I think he's the best one out of the, out of the crew. Really? Yeah, because I've ridden. Well, clip I mean, I this I for him. I think him and Doug. No That'll be a good clip. I think him and Doug are pretty comparable. <laughs> yeah, no, I'll be honest. Ain't no way Leo's the best. Yeah. <laughs> It'd be Doug or Seuss. And then, I don't know. I think Seuss is crazy. Yeah, Who do you think crazy. is the best driver in your operation? What are we talking about? <laughs> like Burn out up? of my, my shop, guys? Yeah, like if you know, you. Mm. Are you talking about like everybody? Yeah, his, like, his, employees. his employees on his payroll. Actually, on the payroll. George? I know mine. No. So Alec, Alec and Drift, pretty good. I think it actually, it might be Ty. Ty? Really? Might be Ty. The, pro, the thing with Ty, though, is that he's he's conservative. You yeah. know, he's just a, he's like, a, you know, not going to risk it for the biscuit. He won the late mullets. Zach, I think it's Zach. Zach is my guy. Zach, I don't know, it. dude. I think I think, I think Ty not. Ty's the only one that could like get in a drift car and rip it. Really? I think Zach could with a little bit of practice. I already know James and George like <laughs> they can, but they're not they're not proficient at it. Yeah, Alec can link the infield. Alec is a good driver. Alec is a good driver. I don't think James has ever modulated a throttle. Nah, James is too like just. To the floor. To the floor. 
Yeah. I mean, I saw the videos of him in Bristol racing his 240, and he was in both lanes wide open. <laughs> George, George is, uh, like, I don't know. I think George doesn't have as much experience as yeah. those guys. Like, Well, George is a lot younger than what I thought, too. You know, I thought George was older than me. I feel like turns out not. Maybe George didn't get that time like in high school, like beating on a beating the shit out of something in the high school parking lot. Really? Because like, but I feel like he did. I don't know. Like he just uh, he he gets behind his cars a little bit sometimes, like letting a wheelie go all the way to the moon five yeah, times. <laughs> <laughs> like he he's getting really good now. Like he just won at FL two K. Loves a wheelie. Tuner should have stopped that though. Yeah. Well, I did tell him like definitely not gonna wheelie, and then it wheelied. <laughs> See, if my, if my car wheelies, I am super wheelie shy on the next pass. So like, I'll end up pedaling it when I don't have to. Yeah. So I don't understand how after so many wheelies, you don't, you're not like immediately almost like no. modulating the throttle. That's a bit impressive because ah. I get a little like wheelie shy. That's on say. I think. He he gets just a smidge behind it. And George, I know you're gonna see this clip, so I, I love you, buddy. But he, <laughs> I think he knows he's getting better. <laughs> he's definitely getting better. Like now, he's also in the, in more. my opinion, the worst vehicle to race out of your whole thing. Like 100%. that racing that, yeah, your whole garage of everything you have, like that S10 placer is just the you have a 1071 yeah. blower <laughs> and like the <laughs> it's it's as long as this table <laughs> and like the Fiero there wasn't. There wasn't a ton he could have do. I mean, I guess he could have gone left. That would have been but the, like I will tell you, and I've told you, George. He didn't drive out of it, so I'm good. You, you said left. he should have gone left. Him, all you gotta do is turn left. He goes, I just, I, he still has PTSD. He told me. He said he's got PTSD from that. I mean, that's a gnarly accident. Yeah, I thought. I, I thought that one was. Uh, that's probably the worst. You accident. think you're gonna get another wheelie car? Oh uh, yes. Or we should fix that one. You think that one's fixable? That one's yeah, what would you add to Cletus and Cars if you could, like, add something like that? Like, what well, kind of interesting get people in the seats, like a wheelie contest yeah. down the track, maybe? Yeah, we tried to... We actually thought very deeply on doing a wheelie competition, and I found out, you know, like, the Byron wheel stand? Mm -hmm. I found out that that drag strip's super wide, and so that all other drag strips, like ours, like BMP 50... And I think that one's like 75 or something. It's crazy wide. Maybe it's 65 or something. But that's a big factor because you don't want people over the walls. Yeah. So I know Bra I know Victor would let me try it. Indy probably would too. But how do you gather enough wheelie cars? Yeah. That's sketchy. But I mean, it's the they same. Have like a, is, are you talking about the competition they have? Yeah, like, that's fire that stand. I saw somebody there and they like hit the wall and were like riding they the wall over. over and yeah. like, I was like. It's crazy. It would be sick. Maybe we should do it next year. Yeah, I wonder if there's anybody that comes out and like will do it. Basically, like how the jet car, the Larsons come out. You know, you give them like yeah, you pay there them is. and they so come out and put on a show because it would bus, be cool. And then did you see that uh, that one Chevy now that's going around with the two the six by six Chevy that can do a wheelie on the I street? Did see that? That was insane. That looks sick. Yeah, hmm. that would be cool. Yeah, I wonder what else there is like that you would want to ever add to the show because that's yeah. kind of where you're going down it's like we kind of need something it almost seems like you're show for a couple of years you're going for an all internal show where you can show up with just you and your guys and put on a show even if yeah. nobody enters i don't know what would be next we yeah we did like stadium trucks that brought a lot of people 
Yeah, the stadium truck. That was cool. badass. I don't know what. I've been thinking about that a lot actually because we've had the same show for so long. What is the next big bring? You know, what's the next big? What's pull? the next big? Because you kind of had demo Donks. drags. You phased that out. Yeah. You know, it was cool. What? It's kind of the Donks. next gear to grab <laughs> in a way, I guess you could say. And then you know, now we've got the race, which yeah, is cool. Go. The tracks we go to now all have the circle tracks, so we get to do a race, which is awesome. Yeah, which I love, but. That. Yeah, I, I get what you're saying. Something we need some big pull. Like, what's something crazy? I always think about what naturally sells tickets, and destruction, and like themed stuff seems to do School well. Like our Christmas tree race is a banger. School buses yeah. are. We could add maybe like in at one of your races, add like school bus figure eights at the end, <clears throat> after the race is over, or during, or before it. Yeah, I look Usually at like everyone what, loves to stay for that. Yeah, I look at like what Monster Jam does, and they just like it's all like internal, and they yeah. just show up in a city. They don't they don't rely on like we could get some monster trucks. Good monster trucks are pretty cool. Chases would break so much though; it'd be hard to dude. If, if you just hard to like guarantee people true. a show with I don't know, dude. What are you gonna do with monster trucks? <laughs> Jump them around a little. Yeah, Jump dude, you do a freestyle show. Dude, we could do that or like, I got some ideas, you know, just let me handle this. Get the guy this. from Tour of Destruction that jumped all those cars like a madman. That was insane. That, that guy, guy is pretty crazy. Wild. You <laughs> know who wants to do that? Zach. Really? You're Zach. Zach is like, I will do that same jump. Zach is way too valuable. To Did his wife say that was okay? Or was this an internal thought? Not at all. I said, if you want to build your own car and bring it, that's, that's one thing. But I. I don't think I can be responsible for putting you in. Yeah. No. Dude, that hits tough. That's one thing I got to think about now. Is all, all my guys are racing. I'm like, dude, you guys, you guys got to be careful. <laughs> you know, I, don't wanna... I tell them, dude, they get near me. They got to work on the cars, too. Yeah, we just had a meeting. <laughs> That's an important Monday, one. And, I, you know, after the Danger Ranger, and I told them all, I said, listen, if any of you, any ever feel like uh, just a little bit uncomfortable, don't want to race, Never question it. Just tell me, I don't, this one's not feeling right for me. A safe word. It out. Yeah, dude, maybe we need a safe word. Sounds <laughs> <laughs> like peanut butter. Potassium. <laughs> Potassium. But I've been, I don't know. Yeah, I can see that. I mean, there's definitely some instances where I was almost killed by you. Yeah. <laughs> There's, there's quite a that, couple, couple like a thing. What were they? What were the good ones? It was mostly, um, unsurprisingly, it was mostly toast. Yeah, the one time I almost caught you on fire. And, and the, the one time I almost hit you. In the street, testing toast before we, we left. We had one that was worse than that. Oh, remember the time you fell asleep at the wheel? White <laughs> Buffalo? No, I was oh, asleep. I, from, like, no. <laughs> I was asleep, I don't recall. <laughs> Dude. Whole fucking trailer off the road. <laughs> we are... Bogging, dude. I was sleeping too. <laughs> but he got her back on the road. No big deal. Dude, I, me and James had the w- scariest experience, though, with the trailer. Oh, yeah. And Monica, that was Whole the scariest. The RV. You guys said it got home, though. In you the parking spot, spot, it broke like off. I remember that. And it didn't, it didn't like break off, and then the chains held it the whole hitch broke off so the chains <laughs> and everything went with it the chains yeah. are just left behind I'm, I'm making the turn and it's like 4 a.m and i'm looking behind me and like suddenly the trailer's not following me anymore and i'm like that's weird maybe i'm like really sleepy and i, I get out and it's just like disconnected and i'm just like hope <laughs> me and james are just like what do we do we didn't even say anything else we we're just like 
He was like, I'm going home. <laughs> I was like, you're smart. I'm going home. He's <laughs> like, that's a later job. <laughs> All right, so I guess to, to finish the question, I'd say James, best drag racer. Ty or Alec, best drifter. Zach's probably, Zach and Ty on the oval, and then my boy George, you know, he's getting there. Burn that's out. where I leave it. Oh, George? Yeah. Oh, George probably wins burnouts. Mm. Him and James. Him and James. Dude, yeah. I don't know. That one where he went over the wall is a great clip, but like. That was great. Was that where he hit the wall? <laughs> yeah. The, the wheel was, great for advertising. <laughs> it's the first clip we show in all our ads. Great, great ad clip. Um, so to end this off, Garza, I wanted you to um, get on Cameo. I think you really should Cameo. do that. I feel like Garza could crush <laughs> it on Cameo. I don't know, dude. I feel like Cameo's the uh, last resort. No, because I feel like if you don't want to, like, film YouTube videos, people can, like, get you to, like, do happy birthday stuff or, like, stupid videos like that. (laughs) Dude, Dude, people send crazy things on there, though. You need to get a dirt bike and come ride with your boy. Dude, I can't do two wheels. (laughs) I can handle that. He's got an injury right now, dude. Dude, every time I'm on two wheels, it's bad. Nah, you'd be all right. Are the Island Boys still on... uh, Cameo? Probably. Call him right now. I know now. a lot of comedians do it, and they do really well on Cameo. Chet does it. Really? Chet does it. See? Well, <laughs> that right guy's there. a social media guru. Right there. <laughs> right guy, there. Can't do it. guy is a social media guru. I take Chet's, uh, guru. you know, move. <laughs> Remember when he had that video of the crash at Glamis, and, like, he was posting it all over. Somebody was rolling down the, like, oh, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like the video turns away. Right yeah. as like all the actions happening, <laughs> it was I missed that. I don't remember. That. remember that video of the guys rolling down there. That was his video. Yeah, he had really? the video. I don't know if it was his or something. Dude. Oh, what was the most expensive burnout you've had? Oh, when <laughs> when uh, when Killer B blew up, that was a bad deal. <laughs> I, Roughly, I feel like that. I mean, yeah. Well, look, I value everything by what it's given us. You know that engine. Say it did probably four good burnouts for us. So, you know, if you divide the cost of the engine, I would have liked to get eight out of it. What did it cost to do each burnout? What did it cost to put a freshie in it? That's not including the the price of the car that you bought it for. Yeah. I I mean, I got the car for a great deal. Yeah. So, and then to do, you know, get the video buying it, several burnouts, the, the, Money from that probably paid for the new engine, but Toast has had some expensive ones too, though. Toast is attempts yeah, at least. Yeah, but those engines were, uh, I think, more so sponsored. Versus yeah, Steve's engines are not sponsored. Steve gives me a good deal, but I, I just pay for them puppies. It's the most expensive one you got. Same deal. Six O when it was, it was on fire. Sponsored, right? Yeah, mine was slightly. Yeah, I paid for like a lot of it would be like I'll pay for the parts to have it, re- and they would do the labor for free kind of deal. Yeah, stuff like that. So some just, things just get expensive. Like yeah, the problem what? was when I had to do like four. Yeah, that does sound like a problem. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> it really oh. adds up when you start breaking more than one. Yeah, it was actually three. I was like, the third one. That's the last one. I was like, man, this is just uh, not good for my wallet. I mean, I've had some, like, passes that just cost more than others. I've had, oh, some, yeah. like, your mud truck, that one where you tried to drive over the, the van. That, was, that really put me the on the map. <laughs> that costs a little more than others. 
cost more, but that was the video that actually that made, that's, YouTube that made me YouTube. I, I gained, I had a YouTube channel, and I gained like literally the next day. I'm like, I gained ten thousand followers overnight, and I haven't posted in five years. Yeah, wasn't it just like music videos before that? It was just like yeah, just random. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it was just like some old stuff I filmed like in college, and I was just like with my trucks, and that was it. And then it was yeah. You know, I I don't know. I've always had that mentality of like, if it's broke, we gotta fix it. And I, at this point, I'm just like, I'm so dialed in on making stuff just badass from the start that uh, it does. It really sucks when you build something fresh and then it blows up immediately. But it doesn't hurt as bad when it's been going for a while. Like yeah. neighbor finally blew up. I'm like, oh, whatever. James was probably so happy. James probably <laughs> I jumped up and down. James is coming around the Ford. I mean, he doesn't like neighbor though. He, I think he kind of does now. Oh, okay, well, that's good. Yeah, some things. Uh, <laughs> neighbors had a couple expensive ones. That one time yeah. where we tried to tune it. Yeah. And we tried to push start it down a hill. Yep. That was a really <laughs> bad idea. Yeah. It was hydro locked and it wouldn't start. And I was like, you were like, push start it. Yeah, you're like Cooper. I'll sit in it. You give me this push down this hill at Kevin's shop. <laughs> Pop so the clutch. <laughs> R.I.P. <laughs> Down a hill, he popped the clutch and it was hydro locked. Just folded around. What an idiot! Just right through the block too. Yeah. At tuning school. <laughs> you know what car James hates now? Because James James is always like liked some like if he likes the car in the shop, he'll do like really good work on it. If he doesn't like it, then he like just kind of does what he has. I to remember do. back in the day with neighbor some of the stuff. Yeah, he, he hated that car. And it was just like now he likes it. Yeah. James hates the Blazer. Oh, really? I mean, that's fair. I mean, that's, Blaz- the Blazers got a following. That doesn't Damn, mean that James, James doesn't get to hate it. <laughs> <laughs> He's had to fix that thing more times. He's had to fix, like, the same shit on it so many times. Yeah. <laughs> he just has, like, a parts list for every, after every... <laughs> like, oh, I just need to order these things after it comes down from a wheelie. Yeah. Motor plate, block, what else breaks... Yeah, so it breaks. Yeah, the motor plate bends, so then all the water leaks out of it. And then the steering always just gets destroyed. Uh, it usually snaps an ear off the block for the motor plate. So now, basically, we're down to just water pump bolts. <laughs> and then, mm, that's pretty much it. I don't think it's smashed oil. What's the deal on Ruby? That was my first... Yeah, where I think is it was my Ruby first eight-second yeah. pass, Ruby. Yeah. And you were like, I turned it down. Yeah, you went 860. And it had so much boost creep that you couldn't turn it down. <laughs> <laughs> There's yeah. no turning it down. Ruby's just chilling, no motor. James pulled it out to refresh it, and we just haven't put it back together yet. Ruby, like, I don't know what to do with that car. It's in a it's tough It's going to need a lot of stuff to go any faster than it is. But it also, how do you make a video with a car that can't go any fast? Like, I don't know. I guess I'll just race with it at what it's at. But now it's like too slow. You that know class I mean? is to exceeded it. You're saying like to run like Ruby ends up always in the fast bracket yeah. with mullet. You're like middle bottom of the A group. Yeah, that's the problem. But now mullet won't really fit in the streetcar class. I know. But so that's legit. You guys were talking about that. They're not let, like. What do you mean? I mean FL2K is it's not going to fit. Some are FL2K. Like you know, we won last year. Now the rules are going to be different so that I won't be able to run it. And you can't double enter is going to be his yeah. new rule. Because you won two classes at the same pass last year. I mean, the, <sighs> who runs a T4 really, though, all these big high horsepower cars? Are they really uh, running? Lasala does. Probably, 
And so does Jim. Oh, is LaSalle? Yeah. But he's not big block. They can get away with that, yeah. He's only 76s. Hmm. I heard the the class, the streetcar class at FL2K, that was not going to be the one to run because I think the prize is going to be bigger in the Extreme 28. They're going to give more money, so it'll slow streetcar down because you won't be able to double enter. And All the they'll give more money for 28s. They're maneuvering it around for yeah. us. Yeah. They're helping people like me yeah. and like people that are in like this. Like my car could probably pull out a 50. Yeah. yeah. So, I don't blame them because they are so fast, but also it's like anyone can buy a big block or a coyote. Those just happen to be the two fastest right now. So why kick them out of the class? But I don't know. Yeah. I think once you come into supporting that, is where it gets expensive because the motor itself, okay, you could get that. It's everything around it. I mean, shoot, the turbos on mullet are like Here's my thing on forty thousand dollars worth of tur- thirty thousand dollars worth of turbos, aren't they? Mullets? No, that's like a I mean it's it's an expensive turbo, but I think the set of ninety fours is probably I think I actually just looked uh, at them. I think they're like six grand a piece or yeah, seven it's grand a under piece. fifteen grand. Okay, yeah. so fifteen grand for just the turbos before you even touch a V band. Yeah. From precision. Yeah, no, that stuff is expensive. <laughs> the thing is it adds though, up it's quick. Like, in my opinion, you know, it's still a street car. It's oh, it's one hundred percent a street car. car. Just like any, you know, like if it's a street car. Yeah. But then you don't let car. Tom Bailey in. Yeah, but Tom Bailey is a full tube chassis, yeah. so I think that's where you make the separation. He yeah. found a VIN number somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. I guess we got this much of a. I do want to build a car like Tom's, but before I do that, I want to make a uh, dragster really street legal. I think and try and take it on a race week. A what? A dragster. Dude, how sad is it that Bandamere is closing? So sad. Dude, I love that track. As bad as it is for boosted cars. Probably the sickest track in the country. As hard as it is on boosted cars. Remember going there and having, like, Brent help us at first? Mm -hmm. And we couldn't get anything to school up there. No idea what we were doing. Holly couldn't even breathe. (laughs) She tried to, like, run to go to the bathroom. Yeah. (laughs) She's... Not doing much better nowadays at yeah. sea level. <laughs> <laughs> at a oh man, it's such a heartbreaker. You know, and I don't know the situation with Bandamere. I don't know why it closed. I think it was that neighborhood right there. Yeah, but was it that neighborhood? I mean, but why? Like, I know the neighborhood being there could have, it could have then caused a couple of reasons. I don't, I don't know, but I don't think the county like shut them down, did it? I don't think so. But they're saying they're moving. From so maybe, yeah. So maybe somebody by the airport. Someone might have came happened. in and just said, "Hey, we really want this land. We'll give you this X amount for it, which is enough money to go build a brand new facility somewhere where you won't have as much trouble with you know houses." It's such a weird spot too because it's like it's on a mountain. Like you're not just gonna like build a ton of houses right there. It's like it's on a mountain. Yeah, I mean. I don't know. I don't know if if I wish I was more educated on that situation because I'm curious what is happening. But yeah, I mean, I guess that kind of sets a little precedent for what you you and Victor will have to deal with in the next five years, depending on what's yeah, going on there. I mean, I think I think we have a solid ten years where the tracks sit, and then at some point, which to be honest, the tracks are pretty beat. At some point, someone's going to offer a ridiculous amount of money. But the only way that I would move is if I had another facility already built. Because I'd hate for 
I'd hate for somebody to like no downtime, try and buy us out, and then we don't get approved somewhere else or something like that. Yeah, no, it wouldn't. Would fly at all. Would it be contingent? I guess on your well, they they've made contingent offers. They've made they. I've gotten tons of offers to buy the track and lease it back for ten years, and I, I got those before the development. They've gotten a lot more yeah. aggressive since the development. But I just tell them all that I will not sign a single piece of paper until my other track, if I were to move, is already done. And I also, I mean, or if there was just some insane contract that, but I doubt it. Like, I would need an operational drag strip and track already done, ready to roll, and then I could say, okay. You should try to buy Immokalee. I bet you they'll sell that. That's out in the middle of nowhere. Immokalee. It's already got a track. It's on an airport, too. That'd be cool. I I want there to always be a track in Bradenton. Yeah. And I think that BMP and Freedom Factory are going to be fine for at least 10 years. I don't know what will happen after that. It's just like, at what point, you know. The problem is, we're good now. We have a great... We have commissioners who are on our side. It's just what's what is going to be the goal of the commissioners in ten years. That's yeah. what I fear. Yeah, because it'll be a different group of people pretty quickly. Yeah, short term, we're dialed. We have everything we need to protect the tracks. Long term, that could all Tank. fall apart. But I'm certain we're certainly not going anywhere now. Yeah, I mean, you guys have both been putting good money into the facilities. Victor's put a lot of money into Victor it this just year. Surface the track, and he just put a like ton of new too. asphalt. That bleachers, the yeah. With the goal with concrete is because it last thirty years. Yeah. So that's why we're like, you know, let's do it. The RC airports there. I mean, every yeah. every event at your track or his just about is insane. It's sold out, yeah. packed, standing room. Two of the most for, successful tracks in the country. Literally, sure. yeah. Very difficult to exit. When <laughs> exiting is happening at those tracks, we're working on that. I figured you were. We're, we're trying to fix the. I was like, man, you need like a helicopter or an airplane to leave here officially. Yeah, <laughs> just weren't the tracks weren't set up for this many people no. coming to them. Like we added triple the bleachers at at Bradenton, and it's like, well, the roads the same <laughs> in and out. Yeah, triple the bleachers, kept the ingress egress same, and then the Freedom Factory, we doubled you know the real seating capacity, and it's the same. It's one road, but we're working on it. Yeah, I figured you were kind of log pit. <laughs> People are getting stuck. There's a yeah. jump. There's a jump out. You have to be real, dude. Last time I was there, a guy put his ranger into the ditch. Yeah, Missed that really. Yeah, just like a fan. That was, I was like big ranger fan. <laughs> it happens. This is my danger ranger. <laughs> it's like watch this. Yeah, we gotta fix that damn road. That road is tore up, but. Dude, that road's long as hell. It is long. I mean, all we got to do is drive in on it. It's just the the, the space. It's really like the road's yeah. tore up, but it's not terrible. If I got but... a real solution from the county to, like, give me a way to exit. So, if we want to get into it really quick. The road, <laughs> for those of you who have never been to the Freedom Factory or Bradenton Motorsports Park, if you're a racer or you're going to the Freedom Factory, period, you have to take this one road that technically I own. And then... The drag strip has an easement to use it. So it's one lane in, one lane out. It's a complete cluster, especially if both facilities are open. Tight one lane in, one lane out. Not and a wide. 
and the road is destroyed. Yeah. <laughs> it's horrible. It doesn't matter as much for me because anyone racing at the Freedom Factory trailers their car in. A lot of guys go into BMP, bring their like lowered street cars. So it's it's bearable for a, a lowered street car, but it's not good. To redo this said road because it's at least it's pretty long. Half like, mile. It's About at a least half a mile, mile yeah. by of shared. It, we'll call it fifty wide, forty wide. To really repair it and reasphalt it with a good base, I would say minimum. This is on the low side, two hundred thousand. And then, <laughs> and that's just to get to the drag strips. Go all the way into the Freedom Factory. I'd say three hundred. I think the roads held up enough where I, I wouldn't stress that. It's literally just your entrance and exit. Yeah. But it's just the so, how do we make it bigger? So now, say we call it two hundred fifty grand. One, it doesn't fix the traffic issue. Two, it doesn't double my business, doesn't increase my business at all, not even 5%. Yep. So it doesn't pay for itself, and the problem exists in the traffic. So if the county allowed us to have like a light where two lanes could turn left out at the same time, and then one lane right, and then it was like, now, right, now we can make this sucker four lanes wide the whole way, Dude, now, no it's, now it's now it's $500,000. Now it's 500 grand to do it because it's double the width and it still doesn't increase my business. <laughs> so it's like <laughs> and the locals will get angry. Yeah. <laughs> and the locals will be yeah. mad at me for getting like, the light put on zero 64. <laughs> yeah. So I beat myself up about this thing all the time. I'm like how the hell am I going to fix this? So, that's the that's the predicament I'm in. Maybe someone in the solutions or in the comment has a solution. Yeah, like a tram service, like a Disney. You park in an external parking lot and they cart yeah. you in. Maybe we could put a culvert. The problem is if you make another road, now you have two people trying to leave. I know. And everybody, I would say Every, 80% of the people left. leaving go left. But they could go to, what's it called? Big They're smart. It'd be smart to go out to 675. And then take that to Moccasin Wallow. It would be like yeah, the smart thing to do, but people don't, because they don't know. You're the only area. going to 75. Yeah. yeah, they're like, let's go to 75, but it would literally That's be about tough. the same distance. Dang. You got a big field in the front. Just make an entrance. Yeah, yeah, I know, but you can't just make entrances hey, on It's just that 64. easy, bud. Yeah, I mean, talk to people, make an entrance, <laughs> make an exit. You're dude, good yeah, to go. So then you make an entrance and an exit, and then, and then you some, just shell it. And then some dude piles his ranger up, leaving it, and then. His attorney goes, mm, this wasn't a real approved exit. <laughs> Not FDOT. You're sued. It's like, like, don't you realist, know this? Aren't you a surveyor? Don't you know this stuff? <laughs> yeah, what yeah. the hell? Realistically, BMP has another entrance <laughs> that they could somehow they finagle actually, They do have a to work. trip has another entrance. Yeah. The, it's a nice road. Like, I feel it's like they grass, could finagle it's that. It's like hard grass. From when I've been on it, it's nice. And yeah, there's like picket I, boots and everything on that side. I don't know. They have Every, like everyone's so used to how it is. I mean, maybe we could switch it. And you'd also have, like have to shut it down. Multiple ticket booths down there. Like it's actually super nice. We used it for our event when we used to do one there. Yeah. I, yeah. Did you guys do airboating out there? We did. We did not. They used to. They had airboat racing. <laughs> Alan was like, never again. Yeah. <laughs> a guy died yeah. racing airboats. Yeah. I'd be. Guy flew one and died. We did the truck. We did a truck event where we had like diesel drag racing and truck pulls, all kinds of stuff. So, which would be, be really cool, cool again if any track promoters or owners around here want to do it. Diesel drag racing, diesel it? drag racing, or you know, truck pulls, or you know, dude, we need mud to do sand bombs. drags. 
I would love to go do sandbags. Sand well, we could do them at Put your paddles place. on the Porsche. Dude. Oh, yeah. We could sand drag in the front, front lawn. Yeah. Whatever happened to that place down south that we used to go to? Didn't they sell? What was that place called? Uh, the Sandlot. Um, the Sandlot. Sand oh, that place was sick. It's Dude, actually what are they doing a, now? It's going to be an RV park, I heard. That would be cool. A big RV oh, park. Dude, they got some good dirt there. Yeah. yeah. That would be That's a cool what I heard. Spot. I don't know if it's true, but they, I know Sandlot's gone and it's supposed to be. And then they had some other guy come in and like open like a mud park deal. And then when I went out there the first time, they were bogging in these wetlands that I know in Florida. You're not supposed to be doing that. And I was like, it's not going to end well. About a month later, what the park rat. shut down. That track they had was wild. They had a, yeah. big, they had a yeah. big track there. Yeah. Ronnie Renner was out there, I think, the one time when we were there. And he was yeah. hitting that thing very, very hard. He was hitting we that tried track. To, I think JH and I tried to lease it at one point. Like, we got the so numbers. Much, and it was so much some, money. It was like, it was it's just in a wrong area. Expensive. It's yeah. in the middle of nowhere like it is literally just that area is growing down there though it is but not near with those it. kind of people yeah you know yeah not with real boggers yeah where are where are the real boggers at then bradenton you know Braden tucky in between bradenton lorraine road basically <laughs> get away from the civilization and get in the swamps that's where we're at it would be cool if we did another diesel style event like i love that truck pull thing Truck pools are fun. Yeah, those are super interesting. It's hard to make them safe enough, no? Is that where it gets tough? Like, where you, like, block off stuff? I guess you could do it in the Freedom Factory probably better than they can do it. Yeah, the Freedom Factory has the setup. Yeah. Because you don't have to worry about having, and you can line the trucks up. Like, somewhere like Bradenton would be tough to have. Well, Bradenton, we used to do it on the drag strip. We, we We did it in the burnout box area, no problems at all. Yeah. And then we also did it at the very end. But that was like a pain in our event, and like we'd be doing the truck show and the diesel drag racing, everybody'd have to funnel down to the end of the track and see them. So the next year they did it in the burnout box. It was great. That's it was awesome. New yeah, that's how. Yeah. Have you have you talked about trying to get LS Fest South? We actually have. That would be pretty talk. cool. That'd be sick. At one point it was actually like really pushing, and then uh, and then I don't know. I, I actually should follow up. That would be a really cool event to get to Bradenton Freedom Factory. Yeah, because it's a perfect setup for them. Perfect. That place would be huge. Uh, do you remember the first leasing cars when it was standing still burnouts? Yeah. <laughs> well, we used to do them at Streetcar Takeover. We would travel around and do we would like help them host like their burnout contest because we had no business being drag racing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when I had Matt Happel on, I was talking to him about it. I was like, honestly... You were right to insult us when you did. <laughs> like, yeah. Like in, the, in the moment, it hurt, but <laughs> looking yeah. back, like. It's so funny, like, thinking about how much. Remember when we used to get hated on so much because of Leroy and, like, our whole spiel? We used to get a ton of shit, and now it's like. And I, I used to take it pretty personal. Now I literally just laugh at it. Like if someone's hating on us at this point, it's I like you've it. completely missed the point. We do not care. Yeah. <laughs> we are going to build cool stuff, beat on it, break it, destroy That's it. That's anything. It. Like anybody that wants to hate on something you're doing, unless it's like like needs to be hated on. Like yeah. there is some stuff out there, but for the most part, like people are gonna hate, especially if you're successful with doing it, yeah. you'll find your most haters. Like that yeah. really is true. If you're doing something different and out there, yeah. I mean, you were just talking about success in your last post, which was a pretty cool post. 
about all the people that have some level of success. I mean, can't verify all the comments, but I imagine. Yeah, there's a lot of really good, insightful comments. Yeah, people that have. And that's how Alan's been so helpful with you and even me. I've learned so much from him. Such uh, a solid mentor. Yeah. Alan Chervit. Well, I don't want to say his last name. Yeah, I already said it. Screw it. The Alan. <laughs> Our boy Alan. <laughs> You'll what see him at a Cletus of Cigars, walkie-talkie in hand, yeah, directing yeah, stuff. I've never, I will never forget Alan. Alan is a very... Uh, <laughs> I Man, there was one time we were to clean some cars, and like these people were in the way, and I'm just like, "Hey guys," and uh, this guy just wouldn't. And Alan just goes, "He just literally is just like you. Just have to tell him. Like you just can't just tell him." He just goes up and goes, "Guys, I'm gonna need you to move out of the way." And they kind of, and they said, "Guys, move out of the way." And I was like, "This guy and what is he five nine, <laughs> five ten? You know, he's Maybe, not like a big yeah. guy. You know, like what does height have to do with it? Oh, I'm just saying. Come like, on, dude. I, <laughs> I look at this guy. I mean, I would this pipsqueak walks up to me. I'd be like, whatever, dude. dude Alan, and Alan carries a lot of authority. Absolutely. Yeah. Like he just literally just straight up just well, he'll go up to people and just like, yeah, we like, hey, you think we, I've I've said it. I'm like, hey, should we do it like this? He's like, no. nah, we're not gonna do it that way. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> you know, I have a I have a five year in senior internship contract with him, right? Really? Yeah. So he's stuck with us for at least. I remember another, you. T- uh, yeah. Years. So he owned Bradenton, sold it, and he was like, "Cool, no stress." And then suddenly he was thrown into like full Freedom Factory. <laughs> so, yeah. This guy on the dragster for seventeen years, and somehow still he still loves it. Remember when we had to kick that out. guy out, and he's just like in his golf cart. Guard, come on. This guy was like, he had his kid like where he should not be, and then he was trying to hide. Oh, I remember that. He was trying to hide from Alan, and Alan's like, "Garza, come on!" And we like chased him down. Nothing gets by Alan. No. no. Hey, is there anything else like abandoned you'd like to buy? I know the abandoned racetrack. Yeah, I really want. Well, see, I'll these planes always fly I've been waiting for so long. Yeah, you're in the. I'm in the flight path. The wind must be from the north right now. You got to go around the airport. That. I'm in their flight corridor. path. They fly over miles quite a bit too now. They change <laughs> it's actually not a, a specific path. It's just whatever the controller like vectors. They like this, but they like your house. Uh, I'll say it now because it's been so long and it has not happened. I wanted an abandoned dealership so bad. McFarland Chevy. That'd be awesome. Oh my gosh! Obviously, remember there was the one in town and I we know. missed it. They tore it down. I would love an abandoned dealership. That's probably unrealistic at this point, nor not needed anymore because we have a shop. But uh, I wanted an abandoned duct tape factory really bad duct to rebuild factory. and make duct tape, my own brand duct tape. Hmm. Not really too into that anymore. What have I been on the abandoned airport? Be I've been cool. really trying to get an airport. An abandoned airport would be really cool. But I think we're just gonna build our own. <laughs> I guess that works too. <laughs> Yeah, but abandoned things has such a good draw to it. You know, Demo Ranch really proved that. Abandoned Mansion really. Did you see what he's releasing right now? Yeah, I I didn't see what it was. An abandoned town. Is it? Yeah, like a resort town. Yeah, it's sick. It's like if you wanted to. Chernobyl's up for sale? I think we should buy Chernobyl. (laughs) Garza, you want to go in? Yeah. (laughs) Where I was. Ride my dirt Where I grew up, they had this abandoned watch factory. And it had to be abandoned because it was glow-in-the-dark watches. And they were so toxic that you couldn't do anything in this building for the next, like, 
90 years. Oh, really? So this like, <laughs> building in the middle of like downtown is just like, you can't go in there. It is heavily abandoned. I always wondered what your deal was. Dude, you know what yeah, I Yeah, mean? it was no. watch acid. <laughs> you know what I bet I could buy that's been abandoned for a while? Cooper's V1. You can buy that right now. <laughs> Send you home with it. Abandoned as heck, dude. Right over here. I have an oh. I, have, I have an abandoned dog too. <laughs> Garza tried to Garza tried to take her over once. Hey, what about your pool, dude? It's an abandoned pool too. I've seen the abandoned. Can we get some skateboards or get a bike over here? I I, I'm not getting in there on two wheels. Skateboard. Let's skate in it, dude. Boosted dude, boy Kyle is going to do something. I don't skateboard actually, but I'll do a bicycle. Kyle Booster Boys could probably rip a scooter around it oh, pretty efficiently. I feel like you need to build an electric burnout car. You yeah, know, I, I talked about that. We've been talking about it. We need to just get it done. I would do it and name it Doug. <laughs> I, I want to go on record saying that is the dumbest thing this guy yeah. has ever said. Well, he's been talking about doing it. I want to see it. What? Well, okay, so... So if you roll out with that, would you let it happen, or would the fire department come up and be like, sorry, we don't have the equipment to put it out? No, we definitely let it happen. Because that, that happened in Long Beach when they tried to do an electric Dude, drift car. I they said, no, see the way hey. the event's set up that uh, I can make that decision. I'll, I'll allow it all right I now. mean, if you let diesel trucks come out there, I would they're love probably to, the most dangerous love, vehicle. I would love to watch an electric car burn right to the ground. <laughs> Is that a risk? It's definitely a risk. It shouldn't Sustained be. Sustained high voltage wattage. Can I plug it in? Like, do I need battery? Can't charge it on <laughs> I, No, no, no battery. Road. Run 110 right to. Oh, smart. <laughs> I heard Motion Raceworks has come Think out with a high performance battery for one. Doug says he's sick. been working on it. Yeah, Garrett's That'd, probably in the know on yeah, that. I don't know anything about that. <laughs> EPA compliance stuff. <laughs> Dude, you know what that made me think of? Imagine if your car was plugged in, like you had this overhead boom and it was plugged in the whole time. <laughs> yeah. Like the cord comes unplugged and like you run out and they're like, oh shit. Remember when you were plugged in at my house? That's what I was thinking of. That's what I was thinking of. Dude, Cooper got arrested this on this night. I was, I was in a holding cell. Yeah, dude, he got a felony. No, I didn't get a felony. No, I got I got released. Oh yeah. Only the only dude that got in trouble was Vito, oh, Vito yeah. who got tased. Dude, Cooper threw a Christmas party when we were in college, and <laughs> I was, you know, I'm a tall guy, so I thought it'd be funny to dress up as a Christmas tree. So I wrapped myself in lights, and then I had to stay plugged in, so I'm dragging this extension cord through Cooper's house, dude. All of a sudden, and I mean, I'm, I'm lit up like a Christmas tree. <laughs> And the damn and door, dude, someone's pounding on this door. And I'm like, holy Toledo. I'm like, someone's pissed off. Dude, I look out the window, whole bunch of police. <laughs> With a van. Like, they had the van. They brought the van, dude. They brought the paddy, 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 paddy wagon. Luckily, there was 300 people. Everyone splits, dude. We're all running <laughs> all directions. Left my extension cord behind. <laughs> I made it out of there. <laughs> Cooper and his roommates, dude, this is the funniest thing. They decided to not let just one guy take the hit. Him and all four roommates went down together. They all got the same So charge. no one could help. <laughs> but, like, we needed to get picked up from the police station. <laughs> we were in Orient Point, like, by Ebor. We were just, like, sitting there. We were there for an hour, and my roommate was already, like, eating the sandwiches that they're handing out like he was there for a month. <laughs> it's like, I forgot who did bail you guys out? 
I don't even remember, but it was only like 11 o'clock yeah, when we were there. so fast. It's crazy. <laughs> it was, they were like, we don't want to deal with this. I don't think Vito got I, out. I don't even think you got, oh, yeah, dude. The one guy dressed as Santa Claus got tased. In the front yard, put down in the yard. Yeah, but and they did. What if they were to tase you and your Christmas tree? Like you're the tallest guy running. I was too fast. Oh, okay. Oh no, dude, Garza's beat you in several foot races. All the time. I'm about to beat that, sir. One time, maybe even. All right, well, we can wrap this up here, guys. This was really fun. Um, Yeah, let me know if you guys like the four person. I got another microphone coming, but um, that's kind of it. I think I normally end this off with where can they find you guys at, but it's pretty self-explanatory on this deal. Yeah, Garrett's Garza, where can they find you? <laughs> on Instagram. What's your address, Garza? Uh, <laughs> can we get your social security number? <laughs> Dude, I had a fan like on my road just like, Garza, and I thought it was a buddy. I'm in a pink golf cart, my girlfriend's golf cart. I'm like, oh, it's a friend. I back up. It's a fan just like, Dude, what are you doing? I'm like... Up, dude. <laughs> yeah, you're like in like you ever be in like Wawa somewhere and like what are you doing here, man? I'm like <laughs> just getting like a sandwich. That was <laughs> like, crazy. You lived in Texas. I'm like, yeah. bro, I live like a mile from your house. <laughs> <laughs> just let them think it's Texas. All right, well, we're gonna end it off there, guys. Um, come out to Cletus and Cars this weekend if you're still listening. It's gonna be lit. If you're listening to this past this weekend, uh, disregard. <laughs> Probably. Yeah. Just... I don't know when the next one is. When's the next Freedom Factory one? You even announced it. Tenth wave sportsman series, but the next like big November. race and all that November. Yeah. yeah. All right. Good deal, guys. Well, like, comment, subscribe, follow all those good things. We will see you next time. Thank you for watching. <laughs>